Yo, Mel. <laughs> These niggas, they, they know me. Why they think they know me? Know me, nigga. But nigga, I don't know me. What? And they moving phony. <laughs> Fuck you saying? So I move it by my lonely. I know you ain't my homie. No, homie, nigga. Remember what you saw me. <laughs> Why you lying? I know you try to claw me. <laughs> nigga, my runner. But nigga, that's the army. Homicide ain't no for new niggas running around, still traumatized. Most niggas never seen, never did shit, but got the time, still advertised. Niggas popping shit up on the internet. When you dead pussy, you won't need a vet. You gon' need a vest, you gon' need a tech. When these hollows nigga come and hit your chest, they gon' hate the way I switch lanes on them. Hate the way I run game on them. Had enough, now my runners up. We about to go Bruce Wayne. Pull black, beat the format. Put my white bitch cocaine on. Birds of a fellow always flock together. Now understand you turn lame on them. Why they think they know? But nigga, I don't know me. What? And they moving phony. <laughs> Fuck you saying? So I move it by my lonely. Yeah. I know you ain't my homie. My homie, nigga. Remember what you saw me? <laughs> Why you lying? I know you try to claw me. <laughs> nigga, my runner. <laughs> but nigga, that's the army. My internet is not the greatest over here. I told you that where I'm at right now. I know when I get up to the crib, I'm gonna probably go up to the house tomorrow. Then probably come back like on Thursday, and that's gonna be it because I got a lot of shit going into the new year already. So, hey, hey, real mamas, thank you for coming, boo. Thank you for coming through. J2020 76. Hey, AJ, will you change it to 2021 76? I'm just asking. Peace and love to the chat. School's Jay Collins in the building. Yes, you know, I, I just wish all the best for everybody. I hope going into 2021 that we can all be elevated on a on a higher frequency where um you know we can we can feel that our time is well spent because everybody, a lot of they say a lot of people want to be rich, fortune, fame, and success. But how many people are truly prepared for it when it comes? And I feel if you got your health, you got your wealth. You know, because there is no wealth without health. I, I would, I would, I would urge everybody, and whether it's true, I don't know if it is or not. But there's a dying declaration um, um, uh, essay that uh, Steve Jobs did. And Steve Jobs, with all the money he had, he just could not prevent the inevitable. And, 
you know, he sat there, how he talked about how he just sat there and he saw the lights on the machines and stuff. And it just wasn't going to change. I guess a lot of things probably got, became into perspective about his life. And, you know, he, 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 he was like the Apple had more money than the government at one time. That's a feat within itself. You know, oh, that old girl got let out too. Um, that broad, uh, Laughlin that was down with the um, come on, bro. You keep moving, you moving around. She went to federal prison out in um, right out here in the bay. And the reason I brought that up is because, um, as we study independently to 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 elevate ourselves. And I mean, you chime in, Cooley, how you feel? I don't, I don't know. Like, no, go ahead. The, I'm listening. The, the curriculum in the United States, the schooling that all of us had to attend and go to. Um, now it's more widespread as far as knowledge because they have more access to the knowledge. You know, we had to go in the libraries. We had to crack a book, you know, and just basically study to get it, you know, Um and then whatever we could get from our elders. Um, and see that that becomes a question when you come out of out of if you if you do decide to you finish know school, we, you do. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. What, whether or not you, you you know coming out of high school or even going into college, that you willing to, you know, you think you're doing the right thing and because a lot of kids that go to college or after high school, they're not sure about what they want to do anyway, what they want to major on, and they'll go. But one thing you find out sure when you coming up out of that joint, you ain't too happy with the debt that you've incurred with having to go to school. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because you're not guaranteed anything coming up out of there. And I believe it was Steve Jobs and somebody else, a few other people that dropped out of college. Some of them dropped out. Like I think Bill Gates dropped out right before he was about to grab. But you know what he on? He's on the, the eugenics and stuff like that. It's just in his DNA. Um, so I don't know. I just think that, uh, you know, and here's the thing. Somebody said when, when, when the powers My that be. Question, hey, hold on, it, before you move on, what's, what's kind of your definition of success? Because a lot of the people you mentioned, um, sure, they were successful because they made a lot of money, but they were very evil people though. Like what is success? Um, well, I think that's a matter of opinion too, though. I mean, and I wasn't trying to use Bill Gates as an example. No, no, it's cool that you're using it. I'm just trying to think right, like, right. yo, all of those people made a me, lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money. To me, to me, success is, 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 is the bond between man and woman and child. That's the greatest thing mm -hmm. you're going to have. You know what I'm saying? And it's not about anything material. But I feel that as a people that have limited resources, and the thing, and I and I really believe this. I really believe that people, just like you see, alcohol affects people's behavior. It's very clear to me that food affects people people's behavior also. That can't be disputed. Yeah, um, drugs and food is the same. Like right, yeah, you were well, right about that. I, I, I feel that food is, there's not a drug in the street stronger than food. Because if you if you, you deal with the sodium and the sugar. And all of that, like they did an example with these kids real quick down in Florida. They had a traffic sign in the in the, in the uh, cafeteria, red, yellow, and green. Uh, green was like, be as you are. Yellow was like, start to tone it down a little bit. And red would just be stopped completely. So they actually took all the sugar out of the school, elementary school's um, lunch program 
and you could see the difference in the kids and how they act and stuff. You know, so this food what? is like it's a, it's a problem. And then you, then if, like if if you've ever seen the documentary Food Inc., um, you know they really want to hold all the you know uh, the fast foods. And I will also say, like I was talking to his brother from Africa um, in Oakland one night, and he's like, "Man, I just came back from Africa. Everybody upright, everybody walking, you know, because it's not fast food and liquor stores and bodegas on every corner." In Africa, they go to market. They go to they go and buy these stuff fresh. They don't have refrigerators over there with leftovers and all of that stuff, man. So, I think it's right. a, and, it, and that comes through the education. Something we're gonna have to learn. We have to go back to our diet. Our diet is not just like everybody has. Like Indians, they they do a lot of curry and they they do something that, that, to, that to me there's no such thing as Chinese food. Cause you damn sure can't call that shit in the hood Chinese food. The motherfuckers talking about yo, no duck sauce for you, motherfucker. Fucker you, you get out of my fucking store, you. None of that. Like, so what do they make duck sauce? What is duck sauce made out of? Out of ducks. <laughs> I'm just bullshit. <laughs> ain't no telling. I don't know. That's why I watched. You ever seen a duck in China? You ever seen a duck in China though? Seriously. I, I seen a motherfucker duck from that AK-47 they make in China. That's about it. Okay? I seen niggas duck from that AK. Yeah, real talk. You know? So that 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 game right there. They just killed about... another rapper last night, bro. They oh, where these rappers New York. Yeah, I don't know exactly where. But I, I was I ain't really listened to it. I just saw it and the other day another rapper. These rappers are really not as known, but they were up and coming. So somebody had an insurance policy on them. Somebody signed them, well, so they can get a policy. On them. They just signed you up so they can put a policy on you. See, like I tell you what, I've I went to a lot of the videos after these cats got knocked off, and I and I look at the content that they got in their videos, man. And cats wanna run wanna wanna do that 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 um that gunplay shit all in the video and a couple of cats that got knocked off and one of them survived. But like that kid mowed three out in Dallas, he jumped up out the car and ran because when they showed the vehicle, the, the highway shut mm -hmm. down. But he had to get stuck in traffic. So and then he came from some broad's house and he was being followed. And then that kid boozy. He went out there. He got shot right after that was his man, the dude Benny Benny uh Benny the the butcher from upstate New York. This nigga goes to a Walmart in a Rolls Royce with jewelry on his neck. He might as well have walked in the lion cage with steak wrapped around. Well, see, I mean, all of those stories you said got backstories or back rumors. They saying that Benny the butcher went to go look for a chick, like he was on some escort shit. She told him to meet him there, or she wanted to meet her there, so that I guess he didn't want That's her to setup. come directly to the. Like That's like a setup. That's a setup. Yeah, it was a setup. Yeah. All of them oh, sound oh, like setup to me. If you look at so all of the backstories, right? But my question to you, Cooley, if you got that type of money, first of all, if I'm pushing a Rolls Royce, uh, why would I? I don't give a fuck what it is. I don't care if the bitch got a big ass or none of that shit. If I'm staying at the motherfucking. Fly ass Hilton Hotel, whatever. Right. That's when she gonna come in. Why would I go to Walmart? Oh, so you gonna hold on? So you you you're a rapper. You um drive a Rolls. You know he pulled up in the Rolls. He got jewels, and he's staying at the Flyers Hotel. You gonna just tell her pull up to the telly? 
No. What's going to happen is she going to be down in the lobby and she going to meet me in the lobby. Want to know why? Because first of all, you can't even get past security to get on the elevator. Like in Vegas, you got to be able to show your room key. They won't let you go up on those elevators. So I'm going to be in a neutral situation position where I'm, <laughs> it's well lit. You know what I'm saying? And baby girl ain't going to be able to you know, pull no shenanigans or pull that bullshit, you know, or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all of that. Hey, please. Uh-uh. That's just like, let me put no, you like this. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna front, but shout out to Detroit. I love Detroit. Don't take this wrong. But yo, we was on tour. This had to be nineteen. I don't know. I'm gonna tell my age, but whatever. Nineteen eight ninety something, right? Jodeci tour. The album was called the Sex. I mean, I'm sorry, not that tour. The album was called the Show, the After Party, the Hotel, right? That album. I was on that tour, right? <clears throat> Now, it was an amazing tour. We could talk about that for hours and hours on end. But what I will say is, just just to that point that you were saying, we in a hotel, you know, at that point, I was just start touring. Now, when I tour, you, you got to give me my own room, my contract, you know, I'm crazy with my contract now. But when I first started touring, I didn't know shit about shit. So they roomed me with another dude who was on tour. He was one of the um, one of the Jodeci members' cousins, and um, he had you know I had the room with him. Cool, he's a cool dude. We 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 had similar qualities. We talked about the same shit. You know, he bring we bring chicks in. We was all cool about everything. We had the rules set up. Everything was cool. All right. But one day, now I you know me, I'm an early bird, so I'm all, I'm in the bed sleep because I'm a production. So I work with the production. He's on he's on the artist side. So they coming in late for parties and all that. I got to get up early, go to work next morning. So he come through. I wake up. There's about two girls in the bed with me. And when I wake up, I'm like, okay, I went to bed dolo. Nobody in the room. When I woke up, two girls in the bed with me. Two girls in the bed with him. A girl is sleeping on the um, couch because we had like a, a, a suite. Two girls laying on the floor, and then when I looked over by me on my bed, on my side of the bed, you know, because I, I was when I went to sleep that, that night, I took my pants off and shit like that, cause you know I'm dolo. This bitch was crawling on all fours, bro. Like she was in the military, doing a recon mission, trying to you know assassinate the president, some shit. She creeping, and I peek and I look over. She ain't know I was up. I'm peeking. What the fuck is this bitch doing? She crawling and crawling around. This bitch went into the nigga pocket, pulled out a knot, pulled out his jewelry out of his pocket, and then I, that's when I woke up and said, that's it. Bitch, you got to go. So now everybody drunk. He waking up. Yo, yo, what you doing? Why you making a man? I said, this bitch in your pockets while you sleep drunk. Nigga, who are these bitches in my Why are these two bitches in my bed? I ain't mean to call them bitches, but I'm hot at the point now because I don't know who these chicks is. So they, you know, they put a bunch of girls in the bed with you. You good, but you don't know that this girl's crawling around on the floor doing their thing. I was like, "Hey, yo!" Shout out to Detroit, though. Shout out to Detroit. They was Not only that, I went to Brazil, South Africa. We was in Colombia. Everybody had iPhones back then. It was popping. I had an iPhone. Everybody, yo, we got on the tour bus the next day. Why everybody was looking for their iPhones? 
These chicks that came in the room was iPhone thieves. Be everybody's iPhone was missing the next day, and and, and that's their game, man. You, you you go and these groupies, so called groupies. We we all high thinking, yeah, they like us, they like us. They setting you up, bro. Man, you, look, you stupid, you stupid in the mother. They still doing it. What's name got robbed out in uh, Arizona? Drake bus got robbed. He got hit for one hundred and eighty thousand in jury. So they looking at some of these cats. Really wait, wait, they pulled the whole tour bus over and robbed the whole tour bus? No, no, that nigga was inside doing the show. And they got on this bus. Oh, 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 okay. And the yeah, buses are outside. The so they... As a matter of fact. Nah, was... man, we always keep somebody with the tour bus. You know, the driver always with the motherfucking bus. And the drivers that on the tours that I was with, them niggas is strapped. Dude, <laughs> They're not playing. He's from Canada, man. He's from Canada. So, you know, here's the bottom line. You got those, you got, you get street element that come around these cats, whether they send females at them or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just like that dude uh, that got knocked off um, in Atlanta. Um, uh, what's his name? King Vine. He got a joint out. May he rest in peace. May he rest in, right, peace. rest in peace. But his whole joint is about stepping to a motherfucker, setting up and, and, and put the broad down with it. Plenty of niggas are sending. You know what? Let me just say this, and I'll just add. Yo, I got a front. King Vaughn is a after, lyrical after, fucking genius, after, B. I missed He was about after, to change the game. I'm sorry. After, Damn, after, you mentioned him. Let me coolie, man. Let me say something, brother. But you mentioned, hold on, but you mentioned about that story, that rap. I just want to congratulate. Okay, I just want to say, I'm, yeah, you're right. There. I love that. I love that song, the bro. Whole, Go ahead. Fuck the whole shit. About these motherfuckers getting robbed and getting set up, they've been doing it right here in the Bay alone. When 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 Katina hit out in Louisiana, New Orleans, and and them people got displaced and they went to Texas and they had a dude come out here. He met a girl at the club. He survived that shit. Came out here, gave a broader ride home from the club, and and he fucked around. She set him up. They set him up to rob him, and and um he was killed. And the same shit you was just telling me about. You know, about the girl crawling on the floor. That's what happened to Sam Cook in Hollywood. And at that time, they wrote... Oh, yeah. Well, wrote, Sam Cook, they were trying to get Sam Cook for a minute, though. Well, they, they she was... Set, first of all... They, they set him up a few times. She ran out with his paper. But the, but the, the foul part about it was that the L.A., the media, they wrote it up saying that he tried to rape. And it was a black girl in right. the Asian right. That shot right. him and killed him. Come on, man. Right. So she, the Asian girl was an agent. The Asian girl was a cop, man. She was an agent. They was all foul, man. Because now they, I heard the backstory. They said that Asian chick was the one. She was the one that set him up. But the, group, but the other chick was with him because she probably said, yeah, we're going to do this and this and this. So you know the, the, the melanated chick probably was just for the money. But the Asian chick was on another mission. Man, I mean, come on, man. The, the man is dead. Uh, yeah, may he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. That's just crazy, man. All, all for a few dollars. But you know, we don't die. We multiply, man. We we come back uh, like, like, a, like, a, like you snap a rubber band. That shit come right back. You ever, you remember the batting ball? Oh, Let's say the batting ball is it, your life is when it swings out one time, bow, and then on its way back, the 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 paddle is God, the ball is you and your life, and then when your life is finished, that shit snap right on back to God, and He sends your ass right back out, pow. <laughs> Somebody posted. That's how I see. White man, That's how I see. White man. White man teaches your history. You welcome him with open arms. Black man teaches you your history. We're just saying this for sake of discussion. You scream, here we go with that black shit again. Yeah, I've seen that. 
That's crazy, man. <laughs> but guess what? You got a thousand. I ain't gonna. I'm not. I'm just saying. We got a thousand melanated black people that know every day. They all woke and da 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 da. What do you do after you wake up? Right. You now you up. Now you up. What now? Time to go to work. Okay. Y'all just exactly. woke. Wake up. Get your coffee. Go to work. Get to work. So now here's the thing. You got to remember this. And I know it becomes, it's just like changing your diet and eating right. Your options become limited then because it's only certain things that you can, you can get to or that are, that you're accessible to. But you got to know this. Every time you, every time you pull a dollar out of your pocket, you're basically voting because you're supporting that, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think really, like you were saying, Cooley, earlier about them needing us. Well, check this out. The, everybody in the United States could have shut the whole economy down a long time ago on their own terms. But then it got shut down, but it wasn't on their terms. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, motherfuckers could have did a work stoppage, protested. We ain't working in this motherfucker. We shutting this whole shit down. But, but the thing is, people that's got, you know, whether it's car notes, house notes, they wasn't trying for well, the shit shut down now anyway. It's I'm just gonna down. tell you, I just can see that we on we on the verge of slavery. And I'm not talking some black, white slavery shit. I'm talking about rich, poor slavery. If you poor, you a slave. Well, here's the thing. You just, the new slavery gonna you be. just can't you cannon fodder. You you you, you just you just it's gonna be digital slaves. <laughs> there he goes. Well, no, but see, guess what? E, you, what you said was very key because you said this shutdown, not on our terms. So guess what? Mm-hmm. The, the the reopening ain't on your terms either. So That's right. you're gonna start signing on to a new. I must repeat it again: a new United States of America corporation, because every right. couple of years they have to reincorporate the company. They go bankrupt and they open it up again, but under a different name. Because we was the United States of America, the Republic. Then we was just United States. Then we was just, um, I mean, I'm sorry, we was United States of America. Then they dropped off the America. We just the United States. Sometimes we just U dot S dot. All of those are different entities. They are, none of them are the same. And we look at their charters and everything and their, their laws, they're different. Each one of them, they're different companies. It's like if you had a company and you went bankrupt, you sh- shut down and open up another one. That's what they do. Change the name and protect that, you know, and, and keep doing business. And we call it a government. We call this thing that we think is a government. So now we didn't shut the dang down, but we're gonna, they're going to open it back up. But they're going to open it up on their terms, like you said, digital currency, right? And all of this type of thing. But they're going to have to get you to sign on to it. So now we have to get the new enhanced ID. All these things are going to get you to volunteer for it. They're not going to force nothing down your throat. You're going to volunteer for it, bro, because you're going to want to drive. You're going to want to fly. You're going to want to work. You're going to want to do something that has to do that. That's their property. That's their things that they've created. The the motor vehicles are not down with the government. They're different entities. One is a private company that do business with the government, but it's not the government. Social Security it's not the government. It's the private company doing business with the government. These are all businesses like, that do business like, with the government. Like, They're not the like government. The but we take it as, like, as law. We take everything as law. Just, I'm sorry. I'm a, just I'm like the Federal Reserve. 
just like the Federal Reserve. They're not. It's not. It's not. It's not money. There's no such thing. It's not money. Federal Express. Right, but not only that. So then, what? So those Federal Reserve notes is what? Fiat. Nothing. Fiat. Promise you. But people, people rob and kill. Like you said, all those people got got murdered probably because they had fiat money. So just so so if if somebody came and they wanted to get you murdered or killed, all they got to do is flood your bank account. You'd be a dead man soon. <laughs> That's I mean, what the fuck? It's they fucked busted. up. These kids wiped out the this cat's um cryptocurrency, and they did it by mirroring his phone, just with his phone number. Now, wow! So you mean to tell me you can rob somebody that easy? Look, and they hit him for a million dollars. Now the attorney general came out. This is where once again, it's where they fucked themselves because they talked about it. The people that these kids that did it. They was all in the club. They had bought these nice watches, and they flossing with this shit. They already know that you are not in that income tax bracket. So, basically, and then when you're dealing with IP addresses, you're dealing with electronic breadcrumbs. This is why they bust mm-hmm. them up. Do you know how many people that's in that's doing life now behind a cell phone? You don't have to. They don't have to pull surveillance on you. Motherfuckers is put is doing the surveillance for them. What you think the Obama phones was? Nigga in the hood talking about, yo, they got it good over here, man. They doing two for five. They flying off the shelf. Yeah, come on, see my man. He got a red hat on, man. They got them blue tops. It's good. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. And you think you getting something for free? Shit. I mean, look, and and like every all these people that, that are doing time, doing life, talking about oh they wasn't there at the scene of the crime, but they got your phone pinging off the towers. Now somebody could steal your phone, so that's oh, not one hundred percent guaranteed that it was me. Look, look, yeah. you're absolutely right. But here's the thing: that's, that's why, why they got to get the shit in your arm. That's why they get ready to put the shit in your arm. <laughs> and they see they 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 subpoena the phone work. So if it's you making a call from there. Or they can get the recording of it. Just like if you look at Aaron Hernandez. Basically, they never found the weapon. And, and shout and God bless, rest in peace to the brother that was killed. I just think that mm. Aaron Hernandez definitely had, he was ill. He was sick in the head. Because when they when they looked at his brain, he had a severe case of that CTE. You know what I'm saying? From playing football. And it took the brother that came out here, I think he's from Nigeria, the African, and they tried to say he was a quack. If you see it in the movie uh, uh, with Will Smith, uh, what was the name of that called? I can't think of it right now. But the doc, the, they tried to say this dude. They didn't even want him in the room, you know. And he he was paying money out of his pocket. And, he, and they threatened. He threatened his boss, threatened him his job. Then after they did all of this and tried to threaten him and try to shut him down, then the government stepped to him and wanted him wanted him to come and work for them. And he he he, he does um he's the corner out in uh, uh Modesto now. Uh, it wasn't called every, any given son. It was something else. Uh, it was called concussion. Was the name of it? You know. So that brother was like he wasn't so, trying to, huh? Oh no, I was good. You can finish your thought. Bro. Yeah, he wasn't trying to shut down nothing. He was trying to get to the root of the problem. And the, and the main issue was was out of out of Pittsburgh. That white dude, I can't think of his name, but he was like a hometown hero. But the this European guy, guy none of yeah, none of us are color. I hate to see, hear the color shit. I'm sorry. It just irks right, my ears. Right. Like that. He, he basically... People um, got nationalities. You know what I'm he, saying? He was going through the CTE issues and stuff. 
and he was he was he was pulling his teeth out. He was ripping his nails off. He was duct taping his feet. He was in a lot of pain. And then even after the NFL finally put a a, a fund aside to for all these people from these concussions and stuff with the CTE, he, he was the main one. But his family didn't get anything. You know what I'm saying? And it was just because he was in the house with his wife, and then he started losing it, and she couldn't deal with it anymore. With him blowing up in the house, so he just he was sleeping in his truck. And it's freezing cold out there. And he went to the to the doctors and asked them, you know, look, I, I need help. You know, and the NFL wasn't doing nothing. Now they're forced to, just like with Kaepernick out here. It's trendy now for everybody to protest um, the social ills in our society, um, police brutality and all of that. Um, Brianna, Brianna, uh, may she rest in peace, Brianna Taylor, um, her bus, they had a bus downtown Oakland. It was just on the news tonight. Somebody um, went and attacked that and practically tried to destroy it and broke it up. Um, so that element is out here, all from the gentrification, people so, moving in the neighborhood, just like uptown, Cooley. You know people so I got to ask you, e, I got to ask you, we know racism is like an onion. It's got many layers to it, right? But if if racism was a product and it was being sold on the market, who would be the number one distributor of racism? The United States. American. You believe that's the case? You believe that we're the most racist out of all the other countries? Yo, let me just say this, Cooley. You remember I'm just asking. Up, yeah, I'd like to hear. I'm, but, I'm, but, but it's going to make sense to you when I, when I tell you this. Remember when we was uptown? And remember when the buses used to come through 125th Street with the tenant windows on? And they was doing the lotteries for the brownstone? Mm -hmm. And these people were buying the stuff for a dollar? They wasn't selling it to us for a dollar. So it's, If it's you had it, you could have bought it for a dollar because I know some of us that bought them for a dollar. So I can't agree with that, E. Okay, so why you didn't buy one for a dollar then, Cooley? We wasn't in a position to buy it. You could have bought it for a dollar, but then it took a million dollars to fix it up. They wasn't in top tip condition. Oh, I know. You that. still had to have some money. Cool. Right, but I can't say it's because we was black, though. I hate that. We want to blame everything think, on our country, but it's think, not true. You don't think the people got investors. You think the people, because they're doing the same thing in Italy right now. E, I know this. I, I wish I could find her. She got a video out. And if I could find it, she spoke about that time. And she bought a few brownstones, but she kicking herself in the ass because she was just buying them and selling them, buying them and selling them because we like that quick cash. We didn't think the longevity. The ones that kept them are millionaires, multi-millionaires. She's kicking herself in the face, but she's a melanated woman who had the ability to do it. She was a school teacher. She did it off a school teacher's salary, but that's what I'm saying. We can't, we can do whatever you want to do. I don't care how many people stepping on your neck. And check this out, Cooley, but you cannot discount when NPR, because they do the research. They don't just do the stories. They do the research. You basically had the redlining. You've had insurance companies. You got I, the banks. Yes. That get, that's why You're I right. It's systematic. It's with, systematic. It's uh, layers and layers to the race. Um, with Samuel but Jackson, what I'm saying is the banker, which is a true story. And I want to see that joint. It's only on Apple, but I'm going I'm, that's that's going to be one of the but first things for me to do. I wanted to ask you my year. second part to the question, though. If Racism is a product, and America is the number one distributor. Who are its patrons? Everybody that's coming over here, they falling in lockstep. You know, whoa, what I'm saying? whoa, whoa. This so, is why. Wait, wait. This is why wait. certain but Mexicans you and Asians identify themselves wait. as being white. Fact. But why would you come to a country that has 
the number one racism in the world. That's the country you're running to? Because some people are benefiting from it, Cooley. That's obvious. Look. Mexicans? Yes. You I just said the Mexicans and the Chinese Cooley. and everybody coming nothing. over here. I know them. I'm on the West Coast. And I'm going to give you an example. Like I went in there tonight. It was a problem what I went to go pick up with. So instead of, I'm telling old girl, this got to be redone. So instead of that, she's too busy trying to show me the receipt. I don't care about none of that. If I got to pay for what it costs extra, I need this to be done right. It wasn't done right. Fuck the blame shit. I'm a customer. So what did the manager come and tell me? He said, oh, she already came to me and blah, blah, blah. I already know that because that's what they do. The Mexicans are, are conquered people out here in California. California is Mexico, Texas, Arizona. But they'll snitch in a heartbeat. And they'll go to work for them. Blacks ain't, I don't, I don't see them. Look, let me give, give you an example real quick, Cooley. And this was this was my this was my the nail in the coffin for me. So for, I work, I work, wait, but one I second. For, so I, I think you you so black people get it from everybody then. Look, we get the shit from I every race. For, then. That, that's what you're saying. Some people of color, which was Asian and one of them was Filipino, took twelve hours on my dogs, and I watched them wrap up fifteen thousand dollars in cash, one day's worth of work. These these mother gave me a check for three and some change. I went down to the bank and tried to cash it. The teller told me she said it was insufficient funds. So if they was money. wrapping up all that cash, why you didn't just say pay me in cash? They wasn't gonna do that anyway. They wasn't you gonna can cash me out money. right now. Cash me out. Cash me out right here. It's a business. It's a business. So what I know, but okay, I see what you're saying. I see that. what you're saying. They wasn't okay. gonna do that. I could have told now not a Filipino. I don't know what he I, you know what he's feeling, but he's feeling like they, they say, Oh, he said he they think he could take me. I'm like, really? That's where you want to take this? So now here's my point. So I spent about he might have a re, he I, might have I, a I mean roundhouse trying to chase down my money. Then I finally find them opening up a new business around the court, around the corner from the courthouse and the police station. I went up and I was like, look, check this out. Y'all gonna give my money. People say, yo, go to the labor board. I'm not going to the labor board, nothing. Y'all gonna give me my money. And it still costs me money to track them down. But you know what? This was the end result with that. I ain't got, I'm not gonna work for nobody else. That's a wrap. Now look, where are we at right now at the end of 2020? You got a whole year where people are without working, period. That's what they did. You got some people that was getting but unemployment and they was making you think more that's money bad. home. You think that's bad? My own people did that to me. I had to run up on on Bad Boy Entertainment because I was working. I did the um the Source Awards. You know, I did the lighting for the Source Awards that time when um Suge Knight told Puff Daddy that shit. That that particular one. Mm-hmm. Remember that one? I did the lighting yeah, for the whole Bad all Boy up in the videos. Right, so I did the lighting when, when the lights different. went down on Puffy and he was on his knees and, and you see all the lights was dark and then it, it built up and, and it was total and Biggie, everybody came out. First it was Craig, Craig Mack. And, well, anyway, I worked for all those artists. It was 11 minutes. I had a contract with Diddy to do a, a, a handshaking contract. He told me to come down to Daddy's house. We did, you know, you know, negotiate the deals and everything. So when it was time to get paid, I think the same thing happened. My check bounced. Oh, it was an issue of how much he was supposed to give me because we had discussed how much it was going to be beforehand. But now that the work is done and shit is in the can, they want to renegotiate how much they want to pay. What? Man. 
He tried to offer me whatever he wanted to offer me, whatever. I didn't even take that. I said, I'm going to come back in a couple of days, but I just need to have all the bread ready. I didn't want to take some of it, not all of it, because then they're going to say, oh, I paid you, right? So I didn't take none of the money. I left. So now they don't want to pay you at all. You you walked out. So I came back daddy house the next time. Say, so I just want my money. Uh, I had a meeting with him. Pull the jammy out on the table. Bang, slam this shit on the table. Yo, I'm saying, I just need my money. I'm a young kid out here. I got babies. Blah, blah, blah. Let's do it. Do you know what this nigga did? This motherfucker laughed in my face. I mean, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock and roll. Your man laughed. He said, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, player. I, I, I'm going to pay you, but hold on. Hold on. And he laughing. Wait, wait. And he hit some kind of security button or some shit. 20 niggas roll up. They ran through the door. He said, yo, yo, guys, 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 relax, relax, guys, guys. What I want to do is I want, I want, I want y'all to hear something. And he said, no, go ahead. Go ahead and say what you said to me again. <laughs> now I'm like, okay, it's a few dudes up in here. Who knows what? But I, I, I did the same shit I did again. Stand the shit on the table. Bow. Yo. I need my money. I'm a young kid. Did the same speech. All them niggas start rolling. They fell out laughing. B. Everybody fell out laughing. And, and and he gave me, he picked up the telephone. He said, yo, you got a lot of balls, yo. You got a lot of balls. You know what I'm saying? So I said, yo, I'm just, I, I, I just want, I don't want no problem. I just want my money. Why can't people understand that part? So anyway, I leave and he, he made a phone call, Clive Davis. And, and he, he called Clive, Clive called his people because he can't even, he couldn't even get his money. He had to call somebody to get his own money. I was like, damn, nigga, I thought you he had bread on hand. You got to call somebody to get your own bread. Anyway, I don't know how it was working back then, but so I went to Burt Padel's office, which was the accountant at the time. Maybe Burt Padel, rest in peace. He's a good dude. Anybody who knew Burt Padel, Burt Padel was a good dude. Anyway, and a European, but he never tried to jerk not that I know of, jerk, none of those artists that, that he was managing their money. But anyway, so I went to Burke Bedell's office. Check was there for me. All my money was there, everything. But he had to call Clive to get the okay. And, and he then he called Burke Bedell. So it's like, it, it, sometimes you might not know, but he probably tried to give me my bread, but he couldn't because he had to go through his higher ups. But he said, yo, I have to do it because your man is in my office. You know what I'm talking about? He, he, he hot. So he thought that was pretty funny. But I think Puff Daddy, he 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 fucks with that. You know, he from Harlem, he from the hood. He fuck with that kind of shit. You know what I'm talking about? He thought that was pretty cool. And I laughed after it. I'm like, damn, this nigga crazy. So me and Puffy cool. Every time I see him, we good to go. You know, I worked with him, worked for him after that. But my point is sometimes your own people, and you know they got the money in the drawer, right in front of you. <laughs> like, come on, son. Maybe in his pocket. But they play the game. If you don't want it, if you don't, if you, you got to come get it. You want it, come get it. Let me see how bad you want it. And it's fucked up, but that's the way that the game works sometimes. Well, you're right. Sometimes, a lot of times, it's your own people. But I find that it's all types of people that, uh, for some reason, like I'm 6'3", and the fact that they would even try me, and it wasn't even about the money to me. I'm talking about, and that's, that's where in my mind, and I'm not justifying how I go out and grind and get mine independently. But I'm saying if I stood on my dogs for 12 hours and you willing to do that and I got to run up on y'all, look, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you something. I was just like, I'm good. I'm not going to put myself, I'm not going to subject myself. 
I'm not gonna put myself in a position where I'm subjected to this type of shit where a motherfucker gonna provoke me and I'm gonna have to do something and I'm gonna catch a case behind some stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, I look at I look at um finance a little different now because as you do the studying, once you grow up and you become an adult, because I was I guess I thought I was an adult back then, but I really wasn't. But you realize finance is so many different things. You got promissory notes. You got checks. You got fiat notes. There's so many different types of notes. But all we know is the one thing, one way to get paid. And if you study, there's many ways to eat. So many different things are considered um, financial papers. Your birth certificate is made out of the same thing that they make money out of. It's a financial bond. It's a it's a financial document. It feels crazy. just like money. It has the red and blue ribbons like money has it. You know, it has the same texture. It's it's made out of the same stuff. But yet we don't realize your birth certificate is worth a lot, 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 a lot of money. You're a commodity. You know what those red numbers on the back of your birth certificate mean? Just Google it. I'm not going to tell you, but just ask yourself, what are these red numbers on the back of them? They only tell you to, to use the numbers on the front. Those ain't the real numbers. The real numbers is the red ones in the back. And your birth certificate also has red numbers in the back. And those two red numbers are banking numbers. They're banking terms. You could Google them on the stock market and see how much you're worth. But we're not going to get into that because this is the Apollo hour. You know what I'm talking about? We could get into yeah, that I mean, if was, you know we get if somebody wanted to you know hear more about it in the room or whatever. But me and you, we could talk about anything. You already know all that kind of shit. Well, anyway, back to the Apollo. Uh, yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I just like I said, I think that it was such a magical time. I don't ever see that time ever coming back or being. Um, and I and I and I'm here to say this, and, I, and people can, can beg to differ. But all of these shows, like America's Got Talent, um, the Mike, whatever, whatever show, the Mass, all of yeah, these copycat. shows you from. Let the regular, let the record be. What about Star Trek? Star Trek was the first from one. Showtime. Star Trek was drinking from Amateur Night at the Apollo. All of that shit is. Your man John McMahon was bigger cameras with lights and a bigger set, and that's all they did. Who was it, John McMahon or whatever his name? He stole that shit and made Star Search, and and he became a billionaire. Taking taking uh -huh. Showtime, Showtime was struggling. Star Search getting money, but they they copied it. Oh, you better believe it. Yo, I still watch some of the old Showtimes at the Apollo, and I see our names on the credits and the shit. I'd be like, damn. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. That's what I'm saying. A hundred years go by, two hundred, three hundred years go by. You know. What's good about it is my grandkids are still, you know, they can go back and see your name on this movie or that or this and that. That's the only good thing that, that proves that, you know, you got to show that you have a legacy a little bit. Like, a hundred years from now, will people know you was here? How? That's my thing. How, how are people going to know you, you you existed? What are you going to leave as your legacy? You know? And that don't have to be nothing monetary or nothing like that. It could be just your love. People know your name. This Baba G's work. out here that People know them because of what they did for people. You know, like Dalai Lamas. This Dalai Lamas 
that go get go famous. The world knows about him, not just the, the Tibetan or the Buddhist or the monks. Everybody knows about him because he's a good person and stuff like that. You got to be able to be somebody. Mm-hmm. This is just me. You don't have to be nothing. You don't really want to be. But I personally believe that you got to show that you existed. You got to prove that you were here. Because you're creating them. Like, what'd you do with what I gave you? I gave you all of this beautiful life, this thing called life. Matter of fact, in order for you to breathe, I had to breathe a, a little bit of my breath into you. What did you do with that breath that I gave you, that breath of life? And you better not say nothing because I already know the answer. So tell me, come on. You know? But at the Apollo, we've seen them all. <clears throat> I've seen Jay-Z when they was, th- remember the time Jay-Z came and Queen Latifah introduced him on stage? Nobody knew who the fuck he was. Mm-hmm. And then about a couple weeks later, he was down with Jazz and Jay-Z. But this is before he got with Jazz. And um, Queen Latifah brought him to the Apollo and tried to introduce him because I think he was trying to get with Flavor Unit at one point. And so the Flavor Unit had their whole concert that day. So Jay Z came out and spit a couple of lyrics, and he was saying that fashion. Motherfuckers like boo, boo, the fuck at it. So he came back a couple years later and did it again. But that first, that first attempt at the Apollo didn't work out too good for that man. Or even for Lauren Hill, but she ended up winning like five grand. Oh yeah, I was there too. You remember when she got booed? You was there that day too, right? Yeah, she, that's sad. But she, she was an amateur. Too. She was an amateur at the time. Yeah, she yeah. was little. We've seen them all come and go. Yeah. Cab Calloway. That was one of the best shows. Cab Calloway. Rest in peace. Percy Sutton. May he rest in peace. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's a good We work because of him. Because I got to say, and, if it and, wasn't for Percy, I wouldn't have my mm-hmm. job. Real talk. I got so If it wasn't for Percy Sutton, I wouldn't him. have that job. And shout out to mm-hmm. Kevin DeSisto who gave me that job too. Shout- Kevin introduced mm-hmm. me to the power, brought me in, but Percy made me famous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but man. Now I was talking to what's the name today? Oh, about how. Uh, uh, Charlie Sutton and stuff, and how she, you know, she 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 knew production, and she was she was more than fair. She was fair with me. I loved, I loved her, man. Uh huh. She was and a she sweet knew, person. She was honest. She right, yeah. She knew bullshit too. When um when when she saw it, because there's not to throw any other right. names, but it was it was it was agents moving around there, doing too much, smiling right. in your face. You know, well, they was after her job. They was after her job. Right, right. And we, we, but, we and made sure that we kept be working with people that whatever insecurities they do have, they'll be feeling some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh-uh. Hell, dog. Man, they don't start the new year with that. For real. Remember so Shabba Ring Security like, came in? And they roughing niggas up. Shabba Ring Security was no joke. When Shabba Ranks came and he had his security, I don't know who these big Jamaican motherfuckers was, but they was no joke, son. You know who also security wasn't no joke? I forget who it was, huh? 
Luke. Luke brought some big ass security. Remember Shinehead? Remember when Shinehead came to the Apollo? What happened to Shinehead, B? That's no, you, you watching TV or you talking to me, player? I'm listening to you. You you you, you got the flu. I asked you two money. questions. I'm gonna talk to the chat. About Shine, if, if it wasn't if it wasn't Shine, um, who was basically you talking about Shine that was Shine Head, Shine Head, not Shine Shine no, Head. I don't know who that is. I just know Shine. He's a Jamaican know. artist. Know. You remember him? Yeah, I, I might. I just don't remember him by his name like that, though. You know. Yeah. You know, I remember cats like you know you had that whole Mount Vernon click, DJ Eddie F. God bless. I mean, rest in peace. Um, no, uh, Eddie F. is still alive. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah no, no, I said that. Oh, he finished oh, oh, my bad. I said, heavy D. Rest in peace, Heavy D. Heavy D. You know what I'm right, saying? You right. Um, I thought um, you said Eddie F. I was like, whoa. Yeah, nah, DJ Eddie F. And them, but I mean, that was whole that whole Mount Vernon. Click with yeah, butt naked, butt naked Tim Dog. Shout out, butt naked Tim Dog. That was my man. He's yeah, still around too. So. Butt naked Tim Dog still doing his thing. And you know, it's just it's crazy to see how it, it we 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 were part of the the architect and the blueprint of of the industry, and um, not just doing it in front of the camera, not just doing it in vid videos. But behind the scenes, we had all black crews, and we we created magic because our jobs were that we we had to be on point. It wasn't just about the artists. The art the artists ain't gonna be able to do them shows like we did without the technicians that they had backstage. You know what I'm saying? Everything from stage to electrics to sound. Well, let me tell you, you how you know we did like when you was on headset. The last thing you wanted to hear. You know, as far as us moving forward, what are we waiting on? Are we waiting on audio? No, you're not. Audio is ready. Y'all not waiting on audio. We ready to go. You know? What's name just had some say, problems on health issues? We're never waiting on lights, though. We're never waiting on lights, what's, bro. What's um, my man from, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Dr. Dre and Ed Lover. He just had his foot amputated and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he in good spirits, though, you know. I remember when they was doing a joint, and he was rushing me, and I'm like, dude, you got to give me a second. Let me get this battery in the mic. He ended up snatching the mic out of my hand. Who, Dr. Dre? No, oh, love no, Dr. Dre. And then he, yeah, Dr. Then, Dre, he had a bad attitude. Then he got on stage, then he got on stage, and he had to basically get the mic from, from Ed the Lover anyway, you know. I remember when Mike Tyson was coming up there. You know, he was coming to I a lot Mike of the shows come there. I remember Mike and Bill Cosby used to come up there pinching booties, though. That's right. Raymond Simone and them. Uh, they was like, yo, he just pinched my booty. Mike Tyson pinched my booty. They used to have people complain about Cosby. Cosby just felt my ass. I'm like, no way. Really? Yeah, Cosby just grabbed my ass. I'm like, these niggas is funny, son. Remember that time Bill Cosby came down? And he tried to speak to all of those rappers in the green room. You remember that shit? I wasn't. I wasn't there then. All right. Well, he he had all the rappers at one time. They had some big show. Everybody was there in the green room. Everybody knew all the big ones, right? So he tried to have this meeting with them and tell them, you know, like, yo, y'all need to come together. A couple of comedians in the house and all that. Y'all need to come together. 
stop all this calling girls bitches and hoes and blah, blah, blah. You know, that whole movement. Stop calling ourselves niggas. And he was right. But, man, as soon as he walked out the room, they went in on this nigga. Fuck out of here with that shit. You ain't nobody's dad, nigga. Take that shit back to the Cosby show and all that shit. It was crazy. And he just said, he, he told all the rap ever since then, he was like, fuck niggas, man. He ain't going to try to help y'all no more. And he didn't. <laughs> well, I know that when he did uh, that comedian that put him on blast, that brought up this other stuff, and all these women came out the world. This is what I do know. I'm not I'm not saying that Bill Cosby did or he didn't. What And, and Felice Rashad had his back. Shout out to her. What I do know is that when you see like a lot of these young women, and it's known fact that they coming backstage at the end of the show, late at night, whatever. That's just like the broad that went to um uh Mike Tyson's hotel room. Thought she was going up there to do what? To do what? What, what you what you dying to get? I mean, to do what? Yeah, especially with Mike Tyson, he could barely speak. I know, I know, I just want to, I just want to, I, you know, I just want to fuck you. I remember them asking him if he wanted to walk. He said, no, I'll walk around. Because, you know, that was around the time when he was on um, over there at Dapper Dance when Mitch Green was over there. Yeah, he's always hanging out at the Apollo. Yeah, uh-huh. And he sure. cracked up. He, he broke his hand punching Mitch Green in the eye. Yo, he knocked that. He knocked him out. But but Mitch Green gave Tyson one of his best fights. That's what I believe. He was. He was crazy. Yeah, in the okay. month, but uh, you know. But that was inside the ring when y'all both working. Do you want somebody right, to come right, right. And, 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 and start asking you to hang speakers and shit? You his off? wife and stuff. If somebody come and tell you, yo, eat, grab this speaker on the other side, grab that cable, you walking down the street. They like, yo, I ain't working with y'all, man. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So he tried to get him to get on, do it, you know, perform his job when he's off. So he said, okay, I'm going to give you what you want. Bam, 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 bam. Knocked him up. Yeah, he, 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 do it. he, he cracked I remember because I came a little late. So I remember the crowd because I think we was working and we came out. It was it was pandemonium. Niggas was talking about it. But I heard from people that was right there that he, Mike, tried to avoid it so hard. He he was he trying did. to avoid him and That's avoid him true. and avoid him. And so, come on, man. I'm going to take your eye out. <laughs> you know, Miss Green had another episode after that. He, he was at a gas station in the Bronx, and that's when the dude would be inside the bubble, and people would have to go up there. He, he and Mitch Green was something like, just get the money to me, and I'm going to pump your gas. And he was telling the dude, Yo, you got to turn this pump on, man. You don't want me to come in there. You know? He was on the phone. I don't know what he was getting high on, but you know he was he was wilding on something, man. Um, yeah. I that's crazy. Yeah. So, so I remember, if it wasn't for um, Mitch Green... Look, so, all right, so, Mitch Green gets punched in the eye by Tyson. But that sparked a whole multi-million dollar career for somebody, Steve Harvey. If it wasn't for Mitch Green getting punched in the eye, Steve Harvey on the Def Comedy Jam in the Apollo when we was there that day, I think I seen him at the Apollo Comedy Hour first when we had the Apollo Comedy Hour, and he came on 
and he did that joke about Mitch Green, and he went over. And if it wasn't for that joke, because all the six minutes, because you had to do seven minutes, um, seven minutes at that time. Mm-hmm. And the first six minutes, first five minutes, he wasn't that funny to me. Mm-hmm. But that last joke about Mitch Green being that we were all from New York and we were from Harlem and we knew that story backwards and forwards. We thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And that's what, what got him over to do Def Comedy Jam. He did mm-hmm. the same joke, Def Comedy Jam, and he got over again with that joke. And that joke is the joke that made Steve Harvey who is today. Well, he garbage, man. Not to mention, I heard that he had. No, nah, I don't know how true that is, but it's a long. It's some one of the conspiracy theories and shit that I used to go. You know, I love me a conspiracy theory, especially if it's a good one. And they talking about, you know, um, the three kings of comedy. I won't mention no name. Um, has something to do with Bernie Mac's disappearance. I mean, you know, his his whole depression and demise and stuff that he was going through. And I was like, work, because they was all cool together. But then something happened between the four of them. I don't know what it was, but they was on tour together and something happened. And I think from that point on, it was just all downhill for Bernie Mac. I don't know why, but it might have put something in his food. So I remember he started getting sick and bloated, and he started looking weird. But it was after them that concert. And I'm not saying that nobody did nothing, but you know me. I be looking into shit deep, deep, deep. Like, yo, what's going on over here? And then they all blew up. Steve, DL, and uh, who was the third one? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Said anything. I'd want to have a, I'd like to sit down and ask them how they feel. And then they did a documentary about Bernie afterwards. You can go back and look at that. It's on YouTube. And how they was talking about him after his passing. And it just made me, it, it, I, gave, I got an eerie fucking feeling from those three watching that interview. And I think that's what made me spark that thought. Like, yo, I don't know, B, what happened? I was jealous of this dude because he was getting paid, son. He was, he was funny. He was doing the movies, Players Club, it's hilarious, nigga. Hmm. Buck his fucking neck, yeah. Come on, that shit was classic. Man, hey, uh, man, scroll through the internet, bro. Tell me what you watching on. Tell me what you you paying attention no, to. Um, not paying I'm, attention just to trying, I'm just trying to find out, like, because I mean, we could talk about the old. All you can do really is talk about old shows that we did because no shows are happening. All right, but tell me some new shit about the Apollo. Then. Tell me about something new. What's um, coming up? What's the next I, show? I feel, I feel when you know, when it switched over, like when we left there, man. It was on, on. It was in a. It was a transitional time for the Apollo because it was going in a direction that I don't believe anyone could foresee. Um, somebody did. Um, I, and I believe, and they used the excuse of the fact that you know they went union. Well, not to just that they just went union. They did go union, but the issue was was about money. Because they, they because of the size of the theater, they they were not able to make, you know, they weren't making the profits that they wanted to make. And then if you think about it, Cooley, you was there at this time, basically. That's not theater, true, though, E, because I used to, but let me I used finish, to pull up Cooley, the IRS. Let me finish. Oh, no, hold on. Let me just go but to that just point you just finish, made, though, because I'll forget. Let me I know. All right. So I'm going to forget my point. Just I can't just stop finish. here and make just a point on your point. Cooley, just All right. Go ahead, E. Could you say things as 
Not true though. This, let me, but I'm telling you what is. All right, go ahead, go ahead, okay. go ahead. There hey. was a fire. There was a fire at the theater. There was a fire there, and when we was coming to work, everybody was being looked at at suspect. You know what I'm saying? And it came to find out because whether it was true or not, but it was an article in the paper that the woman that was working up in 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 uh uh accounting had embezzled at the theater, and and she had she if they had did the background check, she had already caught a case for investment working somewhere else but i know the place got and it wasn't i'm not talking about the theater because there was a fire in the theater but there was a, a fire up in administrative if you remember correctly do you know what i'm talking about you remember what i'm talking about i know exactly what you're talking about i know the ins and outs probably some parts of it that you don't know because i was still there okay but coolly it's i'm i'm just i'm just i saying, know the lady so, i was friends with her daughter i was friends with okay, her daughter i used to go to the house fine. and eat at the same that's lady's that's house fine. That you're was, talking about, but so I'm saying, I know some of the story that probably that didn't get public. That's all. But go ahead. So right. So and, and and it was other things that I knew that didn't get public. So what I'm saying is, is that obviously, if when you come into uh, uh, whether it's a theater or or any business, and you start opening the books and the numbers are not adding up, you got payroll. Um, I don't know how much money they were hemorrhaging. Um, obviously, once again, if you look at you know, because you could do three, four shows in a night, but you can't you can't compare the Apollo with um uh, an arena where they got fifty thousand seats and stuff like that. So obviously, oh, it's always going to be an issue about money. Um, I, I can tell you this much too: there was somebody that was working with me in my department, and I know that they were milking the Apollo, and they were coming from upstate, and anything they said in there was like gold. He was like, oh, I, I, I'll, I'll fix the speakers, but I'll give you an invoice. I know he was milking them because when we would do just amateur night sponsor. So, e, can, can I just make my point? Because you're going to go to nine different points. That's what I'm saying. I'm never going to get in there. You keep, you're going to switch it up. Let's just stay on that part. If you say that they have financial problems, how is everybody robbing them? The lady upstairs robbing them? This dude robbing them. They have to have some money. It was a cash Nobody cow, they, bro. they was no making money. money. They was Nobody making money. It was a no cash money. cow. If the Apollo shut down today and made it a museum, they would make money. It's a brand, No one bro. didn't say they wasn't making money. We talking about You did. You said theory. it was a money issue. Money problem. That's right. I you didn't said say they money. wasn't making that money. Was not I true. said it was a money issue. If, if, oh, but I'm thinking, if you how? Money, even in the streets, if a motherfucker run is running a spot and he find out somebody's stealing, what they gonna do? That motherfucker's gonna disappear. So if you, right, if you but how many money, times can you, right? But how many times can somebody who works at your store steal from the store? And they're an employee, but they keep working here still. Like, come well, on, it's a you it's have to know that it was of, a plan. Somebody the way at the top. She was in. You, she no. was working in the counter. She okay. was doing the books. I can't even. I can't even. Can I speak a little bit now? A little bit. Somebody way at the top. I had hired her so she can do that on purpose. She was hired to vessel. These people are crooked okay. from the way. Yeah. Top, 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 I'm, bro. I'm not top, going top. to the conspiracy thing about it. The bottom line. I know. That, so she, okay, why, look. She, why was she look, hold on. Hold on. Let me just make a point. You said she already came from another place before that she got busted, right? Why would you hire a person who already was busted for embezzlement to embezzle again at my spot? You must be good at this. The bottom line is, Cooley, 
They didn't have the background checks that, that which should have been done. So whether that's the case or not, it don't matter. Because who hired who was who was in charge? They, they called themselves. I mean, um, so so it was Marshall. The why they set the place on fire? They set it on yes, fire. Yes, they was robbing it. something. Robbing, robbing it. They were thieves. Yeah, well, they didn't have nothing to do with us as tax and stuff. But, but that's still, the money you know, issue we're talking about. They had plenty of money. They were just thieves. I, I, never, I never said they didn't have money. I didn't say that. Oh, but I wanted to be clear. I didn't want to think that the policy, you said because of the arena, the size. It had nothing to do with the size of the arenas and none of that. The size of the arena and the size, that got nothing to do with it. These people are making hand over this money. With an arena with 50,000 seats in it. You can't do it. It don't matter. If you got 12,000 seats and you're on television, going to 18 million people get commercial, it doesn't matter, E. Look, the Apollo don't got no 18,000 seats, man. They don't have that. My point is, so, I didn't say that. My point is, if you, even if you had less seats like the Apollo, but they was on a telecast worldwide for many years, it was way, making way more money than the Garden. Look, I'm not saying they wasn't. It still don't matter. You and the Garden had more seats. It doesn't money, matter how many but it's seats. Called, it's called, and I know finances, so I can speak on this. It's called misappropriation of funds. However, this it's called stealing. No matter how much stealing. a motherfucker make it, stealing. You know what I'm saying? Somebody fucking up because it's called they, a they thief. Let it's called thief on fire bro. to cover up some shit. Okay, then it's called thief. So That's why they got board of directors. Business where it's bleeding. The board of directors are all thieves because somebody's how you got and they cooking the book. How you got board of directors? How the board of directors get paid? And they got all these board of directors. Go look at how many board of directors they got. You can Google it right now. See who's you, on the board. About the, these about are the, big the people. New, the new, the new Apollo that they have with the what's it called, the Apollo Foundation or the something. The foundation, now? foundation. Right, now, that that wasn't there when we was working there. That right. wasn't there. But, they came right, but you could, it over. Right, and and I'm glad they did because now they are non for profit and 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 they public record. You could Google and, their you know financial statement. Hold on, wait, eat one second, eat. Damn. You could Google their financial statements right now and pull up their records. They're making dough. You can see what they're spending their money on. And I, I didn't say they, they wasn't making record. money. I keep saying that over and over. I never said that. No, but my point there, is it's public record. You can pull it up now because they are a non-for-profit. That's what I'm trying to get exactly. at. Exactly. So, Before so that, they could they hide. Before they were non-for-profit. They was making the money Wait. when we was there, but they're making right. money and now. Before, but nobody's stealing it. That we know of before the nine for profit, right? It was, I'm not there. damn. Yeah. I just know this shit got set on fire, man. And I know they was looking at us sideways coming. They was looking at everybody sideways. Obviously, it was going. It was going. It, it, I'm sure the truth was going to come out somehow. I just told you the truth. The shit didn't get caught. The shit didn't get caught on fire by itself. That I know. And, and why you doing that? You she putting, was putting she was told to do it. She was doing her job. Somebody told her to do it, bro. Okay, well, From I way don't up know about all that information because I'm gonna tell you, I was in the house. Somebody that knows all of that. Who think about it? Who was in charge at the time? Who was the executive director at the time? And you'll figure it all out, man. It, it was it wasn't an executive director. It was the acting executive director at that time. But we it had an executive director that just left. He right. don't hire her. Acting, acting executive director when that happened. All right, E, you're not listening. So what? But who hired the girl? I don't know who hired her. Somebody, the, somebody fuck, the, from the, the director that left. Why we had her acting? Because the one who left got fucking kicked out. Fuck. Yeah. 
for stealing. We don't went all off the path, man. For real. He got caught stealing. That's why we had an acting director. And when he left, she caught the fire all of a sudden happened. Come on, man. Look, that's that's the politics of it. That's why I was never part of it. Of course, they're gonna look at us all sideways, but they knew at the top what happened. They knew what happened. They was just looking, you know, making it look good for the, you know, the investigation. What happened? It didn't stop them from looking at us crazy. Well, y'all security. Y'all supposed to know what happened. They no, want to know how I much y'all I wasn't working security when that happened. Cool. No. I was working well, on I think, stage. I bet you security. I bet you Suleiman knew what happened, though. Yeah, I wasn't working security, so it wasn't for me to oh. know anyway. It was none of my business. Right. That's what I'm saying. I thought you were security at the time, but security knew. Security definitely knew. Well, like I said, I'm. That's I the one that should have been looking at sideways. So yeah. But we have nothing to do with that on the stage. We have nothing to do with upstairs. They knew it wasn't us. They didn't act like it. That was the time when they took out twenty percent. Come on, man. Fuck that. Exactly. So, so, so if they got so much money, why the fuck they had to do some shit like that? They were stealing. Okay, then that's when I said they got caught. I said it was, and they had to pay back. They had to pay back a lot of money. It still was a money issue. It still was a money issue. Whether they were stealing, it was a money issue. They were stealing. Well, let's be more specific about the money issue. The money issue was stealing. I like to be specific. Said that also, Cooley. I guess you didn't hear me, so but I said it. You knew somebody. Well, I'm just saying that's they, they tried, the and then they gonna try to, and then we had, and then, and then the staff had to recoup. They recouped the money back from us, and we paid this bill back. If 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 the, if if the motherfuckers set a fire to cover up some shit, you you better believe they stealing. You motherfucking right, a motherfucker stealing, straight up. So I know she ended up. I don't know how long she went to jail for. I don't know if she not did. long at all. Exactly. Not long at all. It was she came time. right home. But I was at the house. So I told you I was at the house been, having dinner. It must have been worth it to her to steal because she did that little short time. As I tell anybody, they go to jail. You know, if you go to jail, she didn't steal. She, she didn't have nothing. All she did was set the fire. She wasn't the one stealing. She just okay. set the fire. Okay. Well, I, I said I cool. That that wasn't my function. She got caught for setting the fire. She never got caught for stealing. She got caught for setting the fire. Well, I know that they, the way the article reads, it says it clearly in the article right. that she was charged with embezzlement. Right, but that didn't stick. It didn't stick. She got out. Well, like I said, motherfucker setting fires, somebody else stole something. They're trying to cover up something. But it yeah, that's, what you, that's facts. I didn't even that's know. That's facts. Hold on. Bro, I said... Gets more years than death. Like, almost in every fucking state. Well, the only thing was when she set the fire, she only set fire to some papers in a garbage can. So the fire, I don't know the levels of fire and things, but I know she didn't do much time, maybe a year, but that's about it. I don't know, bro, but she got out pretty quick. That's why I say it had to be somebody way at the top helping her out. It wasn't just her. You know, she'd have got plenty of time if it was just her. But you but right she had help. It is a, a stiffer charge for the um for the for the arson um situation. 
Cause she did about a year, maybe a year. No. She, she was home after a year. She probably, she probably uh, had a good lawyer. No, you just can't prove shit. Then it's hard to prove shit. Then you, you know. She still had to have a lawyer when she went to court, man. Not necessarily. I mean, yeah, she probably did, but I don't have no lawyers when I go. I don't get no lawyers. They didn't just cut. They didn't just cut people money. They they started cutting motherfuckers hours too. You know what I'm saying? Who? So I don't know. There was was another fire on the stage. That's when Marshall was there. Well, not to drop no names. He was the acting, uh, acting uh, Mm -hmm. uh, executive director at that time. Um, You know because I, I I had some of my folks that was from my home that basically ran up on me and we had established something and I'm sitting there looking through the window and looking at dude drilling her while she got me stalling me out and we trying to go home for the holidays in Michigan and I'm like hours and then she come telling me talking about, well he was like oh I said didn't this man just have a baby isn't he married as far as what you do on your personal time, ain't got nothing to do with him. He shouldn't even be speaking it, but he did though. Gonna speak on some shit, and I had to tell her. She, I was like, "Yo, I mean, what the fuck is it? Is is it him? Is he trying to do you?" She's like, "Why you think like that?" And I'm like, "Why don't you think like that?" Mm-hmm. Man, Mary just had a baby, but he all up in your business. Ain't got it's nothing job related. About what you going to do? We going home. We both from Michigan. We going home, and you and he's stalling you out for three, four hours, and you got me waiting. I'm like, you know what? And that's one thing. That's, I'm I'm glad I brought that up because that's my New Year model. I'm not waiting on nothing or nobody going into the New Year, man. I'm, I'm good. glad you said that. Don't let uh-huh. don't let Timbo wait. Let, hit Timbo's message. Don't let Timbo wait for 2020 either. What you talking about, Timbo? He, he, he already get, did his message. Nah, he hit you with another one. I don't see it. Oh, there we go. Oh. It, say, it sound like someone wrote a statement, bro. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> you, what do you, you say? Wrote the statement? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would agree yeah, with that. Yeah, exactly. I agree, with, I agree with Timbo, too. <laughs> exactly. You know I agree they, with that. Look, hold on. Somebody posted the joint tonight. They said if 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 a dude will tell if a, if a nigga will tell your business to a female to get some pussy, what do you think a nigga will tell the feds so he can get his freedom? <laughs> and they right. A motherfucker been like, oh yeah, by the way, man, I forgot to tell you too, man. You, you, you can stick this on the charges too, man. You know, thanks a lot, you going home. Straight wow. up, man. Divide and conquer all day, boy. Uh-huh. So yeah, no, but this but the shows, like I say, we really didn't have any any problem. I went on the road and did shows. The house you know what this- in Chicago and the dude mm-hmm. did some sucking shit. He came in there. Oh yeah, y'all got another 30 minutes before y'all go in. Then he come back like in five minutes. He said, Oh yo, y'all going on in five minutes. I said, You just told me 30 minutes. All right, man, whatever. You trying to sabotage my ship, that's cool. Yo, I got the people ready and we and we went on and did the show, man. Right. But uh come on, when I was with 50 like, a few times, we didn't even have time to sound check. We was on right then and then. We was coming from another city doing another show, and we just had to jump on. I'm I'm programming as he's on stage. He in the dark. I'm like, okay, what light is this? Okay. I'm like, hey yo, this shit's crazy. 
But yeah, let's let's hear what Tip you. That's some that's some real shit you just said, bro. Because a nigga would tell all of your dirty shit with with your whatever past <laughs> relationship you in just to get a a peek at a nipple. And, right. You know, you go they you lock them up or whatever for a week. They gonna tell man it was him. He had the gun. He bought the bullets. It was his idea. I ain't had nothing to do. Need <laughs> all that tough shit go out the window. Then. Yeah, you I heard they believe that shit too. I heard it now in the feds. They got like choir in the feds now. You can join the choir if you got a good voice. Man, look, look, because you see what happened with little Kim. She did her little stint. They just, like I said, that's why I had said something earlier about old girl just coming home from the feds. And that was big money in that. That was huge money in that situation. And uh, I guess, I don't know how, I don't know all, unless no stuff was written. Basically, what they charged, the same thing with um, uh, Kwame Kilpatrick, who was the mayor of Detroit. They called him the hip-hop mayor. They and He was a lawyer. They basically got him for perjury because he was so cheap charging it to the city he was he was digging out old girl and he and then when they had him on the stand they asked him was he having a relationship because he was married he said no what did they do they they subpoenaed the text records and on the texts they had him on old girl so oh i can't wait till i see you tonight till you put it on me daddy whoa 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 he still and they gave him almost 30 years and he was young when he went to jail that shit was mm. all bad and there's a bunch of motherfuckers gave statements in that one because his, his, his high school partner that he put on, a, he gave contracts to the city. Dude sang and told everything. Yep, told everything. They was trying to clean out bank accounts. It was too late. And dude still laid up. Then then the news followed him down to Texas because it was they paid him to get out of, out, of, out of Detroit. But then the thing was, was that they wanted him to pay restitution. He was crying broke. But then the news followed his ass right down to Texas. He eating at five star restaurants right around the Escalade. That's when they just threw the book at his ass. So my man said, "Hold on, cool. They gave that nigga thirty years for a fucking side bitch. You can't. What the fuck? Who, who gonna snitch on that? How you gonna snitch your way out of that? That's fucked up. That they just threw the book at that nigga. There's plenty of these white Jewish motherfuckers that got all type of. But he did lie on the stand though." You can't lie on that stand, but I'd pay a whole nother lawyer like, nigga, help. Well, they had an issue because they, they used the mayor's mansion in Detroit, and they had a stripper party. And it's the stripper girl that was there, she ended up dead, and they never found out who killed her. But this happened at the mayor's mansion. Then his wife came over there and blew the spot out when she found when she found out that they had, um, that they had a stripper over there. But the thing is, whether it's politics or entertainment like if you look at example for like jesse reverend jesse jackson's son who went to jail they bought all this michael jackson memorabilia they was just on some shopping spree shit even with the money they was making they couldn't afford the shit that they was buying so and i feel like this whether it's the apollo whether it's any organizations entertainment sports whatever greed get motherfuckers every time because they got the lady out here in the bay she was working for the san francisco giants she got trucks all parked in the in the driveway and stuff, and uh, she was in best. She wrote it, did some paperwork, wrote a check from Bank of America for a million dollars. They cashed her out. I mean, how much shit can one motherfucker have? And then you stealing on top of that. You just accumulate. Who is that? They just went in oh, out in Detroit with that EDD shit. 
They went up in girlfriend crib. They found two hundred thousand cash in the crib, and and she approved two million. We got to do a joint on that one day because that EDD California got whooped on for one hundred and forty billion, man. A hundred and forty billion. Then they caught that dude out in Vegas with he he had withdraw seven hundred eighty thousand. He had them cards on him, and he he did a video talking about man. Y'all niggas got to sell cocaine. All I got to do is file a claim. <laughs> and they talking about 20 joints. And then I talked to my man from New York out there in Vegas, Cash. He was like, yo, man, in the video was hot. I'm like, nigga, not hotter than them three hots in the cop. They going to give a nigga straight up. And you did a video? Oh, my goodness. Nigga, I'm so out the out the way, off the grid. I heard now it's I heard now it's two hots and a cold meal in the middle. Man, I, I would have paid I would have paid a motherfucker to go, and I would have got a, I ain't gonna lie, I would have paid a motherfucker. I'm like, man, you wanna make a, you wanna make a quick hundred dollars? I need to go over there and withdraw two hundred fifty thousand straight up <laughs> for real. For only a hundred dollars? Look, you know what? You never, motherfucker. Let me tell you something. This sounds crazy. But you, it's always somebody out there that go for it. Whether you give them five hundred, right, so, so, so you don't think he can sneak out the back door and say, "Yo, y'all gotta sneak me out the back." Somebody trying to kill me, and they shove his no, ass no, out no. the back door. So you go. He, he hit all them ATMs outside. Hold on. Yeah, but see, that white collar crime is different, bro. Because ever since Reagan and Clinton and them, they they see if you selling coke. You were a danger to society. All that insurance scams and all that other shit. Them niggas, niggas can scam, scam all these niggas for fucking millions, and you only gonna do five years, three to five, if that's your first felony. And you're right, but that applies. The law is just like the coke, coke, cocaine, and the crack um, uh, uh, charges they had in the United States. They was giving people a hundred times more for having the same amount of weight and crack than what white people had in cocaine. So white collar crime, you're right, but we talking about black people that's doing it and got on some ignorant shit and went out and did a video and flaunted that they um, hit the system for a million dollars. You know, it ain't like they hit the casino, not on no stick of shit, but I'm talking about one at the casino. These motherfuckers did what they did because right now in Oakland, California, They've been they've been running up on the postal workers, sticking them up for the EDD cards and stuff. So they, they, and they don't they, look. Some cats is like whatever. They are gonna go ahead and take their chances. Yeah, man, hold on. Cool. Yeah, that that that's some dumbass shit right there. You don't do no <laughs> shit like that. You're supposed to hit for a milli, and try and wash it. You know, try and try and get that shit right. Man, you gonna be walk. I'll be walking around with a cup in my hand, panhandling. Straight up, for real, <laughs> wearing the same old motherfucking clothes. Uh-uh. That's what that's what Robert De Niro did in the movie Goodfellas. He told dude, dude pulled up to the bar. He said, "Yo, what the fuck is you doing?" He, he bought a brand new Cadillac. Like his wife came in with the mink on. Robert De Niro took the coat off of her ass. She freezing like a motherfucker. He said, "You a fucking idiot or what? What did I tell you? Don't fucking go out and take the fucking car back." You fucking stupid fuck. I told you don't be going to buy no big ticket items. Then in Detroit, they got the one cat. He was all on Instagram. He bought his baby girl the Mercedes-Benz truck. He said, man, baby, wait till you see what I'm about to buy you next. 
all on the ground. Nigga ain't, nigga ain't even, how they said that Christmas joint? He said, this, this nigga ain't had a W-2 and I don't know when. How you getting this money? But then again, bro, <clears throat> the generation now, bro, is so, like, entertainment-based. Like, you can hit for a million and then niggas still want to be a fucking rapper. They'll think they a fucking rapper. It, like, nigga, you made it. You got a hundred, you got a million dollar bills. Nigga, you made it. Why do you want to be a rapper? Niggas want to rap to get out the hood and shit. But you got a million. That means even, even if they put you on the screen, nigga, they can give you more money. If you not, if you not getting them girls, cars, whatever, then that's just not you. You know why they like that? Because if they get make it, they get that million in the rap game like that, and they get it fast and quick. They didn't see that coming. They wasn't expecting that. So now it's like, okay, this is all I had to do. First of all, this whole new dumbed-down generation, imitation is the greatest form of flattery, man. And it, like Cooley said earlier, it's nothing new under the sun. Anything they're trying to do has already been done, man. You see them now, all these cats in these rap videos with that gunplay shit, what they doing? That dude Mo3, he tried to get up out of that car and run. They got. They showed a picture of the dude behind him. This nigga pants sagging down his knees. He running up on him with a shotgun and shot the man in the back of the head. Killed him. He ain't here no more. Not now. All of them with that gunplay shit. Hmm. We not from that. Cool. I'm cool. I'm not saying you get like these 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 cats that you know from Wu Tang and they think, hey, let them. They understand that there's some responsibility with this shit, man. Especially if you represent your call. First of all, you gotta understand this in entertainment. It's the black people, the black community that says, look, we accept this person as being a representation of who we are. You know what I'm saying? And everybody loves the underdog, especially people of color. Because uh, 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 you got to think about it, too, like I said, just for the sake of discussion, you know, with the birth certificates. But on my birth certificate, clearly it says Negro. I don't know what nobody else, uh, these new birth certificates, they say African-American, Black, whatever. We've been called all kinds of stuff. I believe mine say Negro, too, or Black. Yes, uh, I can't yeah, I believe it's Negro. That's what it says on my birth certificate. So these cats, you know, get a gimmick, and that's because that's how the industry is. But let me tell you something. I'm sorry. The good thing you said that because now I think about it. If you go get your long form, your original birth certificate, it's a certificate of live birth. You'll see what it says, like Negro. But when I go get a certified copy, they put black. Exactly. African American. They keep switching it as as I was three different things. Now that you mentioned it, you're right. It depends on how, what year you're talking about. Mm. And 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 the thing is, what when when we. The era we came from, and it's not to knock nobody, you know, but it is responsibility with this man. And I'm so glad that at the time when hip hop was was foreign and wasn't even really accepted, that we knew it was about cultural refinement, the upliftment of your people. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It was hip hop means yeah, higher righteous teachers, um, Lauren Hill, everything is everything, um, the Fugees, um. Rakim, you know one thing about at that era and that time in Harlem, you could you could hit the block on 115th and go all the way up to 145th Street before you hit the bridge going to the Bronx. And I'm talking about every project, every block 
they come Friday, Saturday, they would you would be hearing them rocking everything from Rod Kim to right. anything else that was hot. The good old days. But right. guess what? You, you you said it. Hip hop is higher. Uh, I mean, a uh, higher infinite power healing our people. It ain't exactly. rappers. Rappers are rapping. It's different. Hip hop right. is higher infinite power healing our people. That's what we mm-hmm. we we know it as. That's why we call it hip hop. They don't call it. They call it rap now. Rapping is something else. They, it's, you a rap. They gonna wrap you up in motherfucking yeah. blanket. So you're in the ocean. It's about to be a rap. You yep. know what I'm saying? Because here's the thing. Then you got studio gangsters, you know? And I went, you know, here's the thing. You cannot be up in the studio um, making this content. I mean, you got different types of people that's listening, listening to their music. Some people listen to it for the beats and the, and the, and, and the music. And you got and you got real, real hip-hop heads that's really listening to it for the lyrical content. You know what I'm saying? Then, so, then I got to ask you. Would you rather hear conscious rap that really is not mainstream and you'd have to go and search for it and find it, or you'd rather just say fuck it and submit? Let's say you was an artist yourself or you a manager of an artist and we you would tell artists. your artist, listen, right, but uh, you, listen, you know, we, we want to promote this kind of music. We love your conscious rap. We, we understand your, your plight for slavery and we love that kind of shit. Yeah, 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 that's good. But we want you to talk about the streets, the hood, because a lot of Europeans and Asians and people from around the world, they don't really know y'all culture like that. And so we want them to know how y'all really get down. And that's what the game that they play on you. So I have to ask you, what would you do as an artist? Would you say, fuck it, it could be because you need to get that house, that car. Mama needs a house. You know, we stuck in the projects. Talk to me. Or you're going to continue to do conscious rap, even though, you're making a couple dollars. Your house, your apartment is better than it was before. You got a better car and everything, but you're just not living Jay-Z style. You're looking at Diddy and them on, on, in Miami at the mansion, you know, skipping um, water scooters in the water and all that with all his friends. And you're not down with that crowd. So are you going to conform so you can be with the Joneses? Or are you going to just make music because you simply just like to make music? And I ask musicians all the time, why do you make music for the money? Because of you like music, and a lot of times they say it's both. And if if they say you can still make music, but we're not going to pay you, would you still do it though? That's the question. Well, the bottom line is for me, and this is my perspective on it. Just like KRS once said, "Don't do it just to get a check. Do it for the culture." So now, the time that we're living in now, first of all, like like, and I'm giving I'm giving credit. Hashtag whatever you want to call it, or, 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 or tagging and, and uh, uh, giving credit to those that have dropped these lyrics. Just like Sadat X, he stated, he said, "Yo, um, you know, it's just get get the show." He said, "Look, what's that joint? Talk? I know this game. If I don't know anything, I know this game. You know, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. cats talking about, oh, yo, you still down with rock? No, he said, look, label, label, you be doing better." Working for cable, you know what I'm saying? The independent grind is fine, and that's mine. All right, and that's real because that's just what fuck all these labels. The labels have, have shown for decades, and one of the cast that was really that that was head above everyone else, not just in the hip hop game, but he but he hip hop too. He was hip hop way before the shit. I, and I can bring up the tracks by him was James Brown. James Brown was one of the smart. He was like, Look, 
uh-uh, I'm not coming in here to do a show. Y'all going to pay me? These cats coming in here to see me. I'm doing the door. I want the bar. I want the back bar. And then I'm going to break y'all off. And that's what oh, I could do the shit outside. He did it right in front of the venue and still got paid. Exactly. He was so, he was the so, type. So. Remember when he used to come around the Apollo and and he had the pool in the back of his car and he used to well, ride he around to in the back there. of his pool. <laughs> he used to be over at that record store over at Bobby's. But he'd be sitting in his pool and his pool was in the back of his car. Right. Exactly. That shit was crazy. But you know what? He 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 because he had really really. And and you know you got to give it to James Brown. He he went a little mainstream, but he definitely he he kept he kept it with with the people in the community. And when he came out with you know, Black and You Proud, let's see what everybody he knew everybody had, he knew people by name in the neighborhood. I couldn't believe it. He knew everybody's right. name. Then is I'm gonna take it another level further, bro. When it was back in the Wu Tang days, it was just it was our entertainment. You got these people who's taking these advances. Who, even if you made it out the streets and, you know, you made it out, you had like a little hood mixtape. Once you, you know, you move out the hood, you're not a hood nigga no more. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you, your life might change altogether. You're not robbing, you're not doing all that shit, but they paying you millions to make this, you to know. Go back to the hood. <clears throat> to rap. They paying them to rap and to and, and rap about killing, murdering and shit. And that's shit that they not even doing no more. But Timbo, you absolutely right. And check this out. Go ahead and make a make a record and talk about yeah, off with them Jews' head. You know what I'm saying? Off with and, and do something. Now you can't make. That's why Professor Griffin. They tried to come after Public Enemy and anything. And I think that was a business decision on Chuck's part. I don't think that he totally disassociated himself, but he knew the business part of it. And and still, even though they tried to they tried to get people. Like, not to listen to P.E. Like, don't support them. Don't buy that album. Whatever. That's garbage, man. So, these kids, you get cats that rap about the hood, but they, they, they not really about that life. They studio gangsters. And I'm talking about, I, I know cats, whether it's, it's Uptown in Harlem and Brooklyn, you know, right there in Fort Green, Killer Ben, Fort Green Projects, you know, Fort Green Park, all that. I don't see these cats in the streets. Never saw them in the streets. Never saw them about about that life. You know what I'm saying? So you you the bottom line is if you're gonna portray an image and 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 package this in a studio like like somebody said, then you gotta understand this too, Timbo, is that rap and hip hip hop are two different things, man. They not the same. You know, rap is commercial. It's it's just what they do to sell the package or whatever. Because you gotta understand. I, I was born in Detroit around the whole Motown thing. Um, so it was a time like where, where they were making albums and stuff. Then you got into the point where it wasn't about them selling an album with having seven songs on it. They was just into selling singles. You know what I'm saying? And then the record labels, they pushed what they want to push. And they ain't never pushed nothing positive when it came to us. You know? Yeah, Cooley. Right, but it's up to us to be positive. And, and and fight whatever's coming at you with, with with positivity and love. But see, like he Long said, seven. like Brother Timbo said, they you you get enough money, they give you an advance, right? You get your advance now. You, you, you this your first time getting some real kind of money for some of them, you know? Oh shit, sixty thousand, hundred thousand, whatever, two hundred thousand, maybe sometimes a half a million, depending on how good 
the record label believes that they can make money off of you. So you getting this kind of money, man. The first thing you do is fill up your mouth with diamonds. Your whole mouth. Then you fill up your neck with diamonds and flooded. Blood diamonds. That's first. And then you go buy a house or a car and food and stuff like that. So it's an image thing. And they pay you. And maybe they'll even give you the free jewelry. Maybe they're not even paying for it. They'll give it to them so that they can be like, look, don't worry about none of this jewelry. You just give it back to us later. We got connections. We know people in the jewelry business, their cousins and their brothers and their aunts and their uncles. And, you know, and you just hold on to this to later and then you recoup it all later or whatever. But you look good in the hood. So what you going to do? The first thing you're going to do is go back to the hood so you can show that, you know, I'm talking about look is what rap did for me. And then you're going to try to string along a whole crew of niggas that's going to get behind you. And some of them are down with you. Some of them ain't. Let's just be honest. Some people in every circle, there's always a Judas. Which one is well, Judas? Well, Cooley, you just said you look good in the hood. Well, to whoever that Judas is, you looking like food in the hood. Okay? Right. Hot, hot Big Daddy King say, you know, somebody, somebody's uh, EBT is going to be somebody's next somebody's next um, turkey and cheese. Okay? Right. But just like, just like I didn't make it up. But somebody said when... Um, when when um your man Benny the Butch got robbed, they was like, "How are you gonna come to the jungle when a a a, a piece of meat around your neck in a lion's den? What you With think they're gonna do?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he ran. He ran. We piling up. Let me hit one of these. Well, you can you can peep you can peep them Jewish people out too, man. Cause I was just about you said you just said P- Professor Griff. I was just about to bring up Viacom. You know they try to give DC Young Fly ten million to run wild and out over that wow. Nick Cannon interview. He turned it down, right? It's crazy, bro, and and it's it's fucking evil. Cause I heard y'all was saying, like, if you an artist, what do you do? Do you do it for the money or do you do it for the culture? Um, you know, for the music. But why why the fuck you gotta choose? You know, that's what I like what Chance be doing. Cause Chance ain't. I don't know how he met, you know, I don't know everything about his money, but I know he ain't, you know, he he don't got a $10 million agenda attached to his mixtape, you know. Absolutely. He did everything independent. He did it online. He he, he never got a record deal. He was on Saturday Night Live. He did every, when you start doing those numbers and you monetize your YouTube videos, he was getting, you know, the youth going, they going to follow if they feeling, like I said, it's the, the people in the black community say, look, we say this, per- we accept this person of our community and that they can represent us, whether it's positive or negative. We still recognize that they have talent. You know what I'm saying? So I'm running another joint. Yo, Islam, Islam, yo. Islam, Peace to Islam. all the Moors in the chat. Islam, you know what Hold tap. Hold tap. Hold tap. Hold tap. Shalom to everybody in the chat. Peace and love. That's Brother Maurice Day. He's always in the building. But yes, hold on. Before you hit the next one, I wanted to comment on Brother Timbo. He said something very interesting. Why do you have to choose? And that's interesting you say that, brother, because it brings me back to the word dollar. And if you do the etymology on dollar, that's why Maurice is in the building. I know he knows what this is about. But if you do the etymology on the word dollar, it actually comes from the word teller. 
like a bank teller. And teller comes from taller. Taller comes from talent. So talent and dollar is actually the same thing. You hit the nail on the fucking you the man, bro. You don't have to see, it's also crazy though. It's also crazy how a hundred thousand in diamonds look good to us, but a hundred thousand. If a, if you gave that same advance to a white person, that, if not every white person, but you know, for the most part, you give a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand dollar loan to one of these white people out here, one of these Asian people, the Jewish people, they whole family set for life. They set. Well, Timbo, let me just speak on. Cause you brought up the fact about the um about the advance. See, this is this is where the problem lies. Let me give you an example, like with um TLC, and I know uh what's her name Pebbles, who was with uh the face and them or whatever. Supposedly she robbed them, but when they give these advance, now when these cats go out on tour and they come back, and uh, I'm gonna give you a prime example was um. Uh, what was they new kids on the block? That dude, he went to jail. He robbed them so cold blooded. They got, I think they must have got a check for like ten thousand. They sold millions. So when you come back off a tour, now it's like, okay, well, where our money at? Okay, we gave you an advance, but yo, you got the tour bus, you got gas, you got food, you got entourage, you got hotels. Um, y'all ain't got. Well, remember those thirteen guys that you wanted to fly out? Remember them thirteen your friends you wanted to fly over that over to um Europe with you to party? They forget. They been forgetting. Yeah, they just think they got a million dollars. You ain't got a million dollars, homie. You had they advanced it, but that shit got eight up. Well, I heard. I heard the only thing they let they let Hammer keep was those pants. They, they let him keep the pants. Look, I was on the train. I saw a kid with a Hammer um dial in New York and Manhattan. That shit fucked my head up. I'm gonna let me run this. See who the just because they know how to, and they might buy jewelry too. But they making they they'll make investments with that money. I just wanted to clarify that last one. But we got some smart black folk out here too. But it's just a thing. Like that's what's popular to do. If you get a hundred thousand, then. Wow, fucking right, man. These these so called um, Negroes. <laughs> I don't know, like <laughs> when I sit on the Instagram, you know what I'm saying, and I look at. Well, yo, my bad, my bad. Like when I sit on Instagram and I scroll through the Instagram, and I'm like, yo, all these these Negroes are doing the same sh- shit. Like they look like. They're doing the same hand gestures in their music video. Robots. Robotic. Um, it's almost like robots. Diamond L chains, expensive cars, throwing money around. It's like, I feel like it's a ritual. You know what I mean? Like, right. what do you think about that, King Cooley? Yo, absolutely. Now, tell me. Now that you notice the same things I was noticing, it seems like it's a ritual. It seems like everybody got to do the same thing. But what is... Somebody's got to explain to me, because I'm a little older. Like I told you, this is a plus 50. Most of the time, this is a plus fifties club right here with me and E. When me and Cerebral's on the line, we got a few, 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 few youngers, younger ones, but we appreciate that. But you have to, I have to ask you, Maurice, because I probably don't know what's the money under the car thing. All of them have money under the car. The car is there, everybody dancing, but they throw a whole brick of money, but it's under the car. You gotta explain that one to me. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I'm like, the money under the car thing. What is that about? <laughs> You know, on the card, you mean when they put the money on the card? You watch these little videos. Everybody got the diamond, especially the guys with the, the smiles, and their smiles is all diamonded out, right? 
Then they got the diamond neck. I mean, the, the, the chain and the neck look exactly the same. Almost like, I bet you these ain't even diamonds. You know, and that's another story. I used to bring my diamond tester on tour. Shout out he to Vincent. He, he got my diamond tester. And we it's on distance50.com. When you see me live, testing them, testing their diamonds. And they was like, yeah, Sha. My name is Shahi. He was like, yeah, Sha. I see, you know, you think I had the fake diamond. I tested a lot of rappers. I'm not going to say who had the fake shit, who didn't, because I'm going to keep that. I'm going to keep that to myself. But Prodigy, I will say, I caught him with some fake shit on one day. But may he rest in peace. That's my brother. And what he said was, nigga, you think I'm going to wear that shit out here? My shit isn't safe. My shit is insured. My shit is, this is the glass. You bring the glass on tour, bro. I don't know what these other dudes told you, but I'm a smart dude. You bring the glass on tour, you keep the real shit in the crib, and, and it's safe. Now, what? Say what you want. I had to give him all respect, because how do I know what his story is? I had to give him respect, but he didn't lie about it. He said, yeah, this is glass. But I had to test her. You, I knew it was glass. I wasn't going to tell nothing. That story stayed between me and Prodigy until he passed away, and I'm just telling it right now. May he rest in peace. I never told that story until well, like, like, like my man was saying about going on Instagram. See, that's the thing. That's why I said it. You, you have to listen and read in between the lines. Like what I said, I said that imitation is the greatest form of flattery. So, right. of course, all these cats that are on the computer, like Cooley was saying, see, we we from the era when all of this really was was it hadn't even jumped off. It was it was just like really really getting getting heated on you know where where people was was you know especially New York was it before this was before hip hop even went down south or any of that so these cats imitate this and whether they got their hair done they got they got nice braids in they throw on a little jewelry they throw some shades on get tatted up all over they selling you a package an image. You know what I'm saying? Because a couple, a few of these cats that on, 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 it's been their demise. They been with that, with that, with that wet, with the um gunplay in their videos, like the dude in the bay named uh, Lil Haze or something like that. He was in Marin. That's that's Pac and them lived out there. Marin is one of the highest uh uh income tax brackets, even though Pac lived in Marin City. That's where all the poor black people. But this dude left the studio in Marin. And they found his body in East Oakland. So Ooh. it's like open season. The bottom line is if you front hard and you portraying something and cats, you know, they run up on you or whatever, they gonna test you on that, man. You know? But it's funny how you said that too. That you know how we grew up, we didn't have the internet and stuff like that. So None what that. we emulated what we emulated was not really rappers, but the neighborhood drug dealers. Because that was our internet, you know. So when we had, you know, I, I'm from Harlem. I grew up in Alpo and Alpo and them, you know, they're a little younger than me. But I remember when Alpo and AZ made it all, you know, Rich Porter made rest in peace when they was all running around. Dude, these are these 14, 15, 16 year old kids and they was driving cars that I don't, I don't have now in my 50s. And I knew back then, like, wow, we was, we was open. I mean, you couldn't, you wanted to be like them, bro. You, you wanted to be like them. So now, but guess what? Back then, like you said, this is a different era. They used to come to the hood and throw money at us. You would want to go run up. If Al and them was at Willie Burgers, buying Willie Burgers, and everybody, shout out to New Yorkers that know what, that, what I'm talking about. 
Willie Burgers don't exist no more, but they had a, a burger shop on 145th Street outside. It's in a couple of movies that y'all watch, old movies they'll show you. But they would go get a burger and pull up 13, 14 cars deep, everybody getting money. The whole city pulled up, like all of Harlem knew that they was going to be there. No internet. Pulled up on them, and they throwing money out to people. They giving money out, stacks of money. Like, it was nothing. Nowadays, all them stacks of money go on these niggas' necks. It goes on their teeth. They ain't giving out like they were. I seen Tupac throw money in Harlem. I seen other rappers throw money at people. You don't do that. You don't see that no more. They don't give back to the community as much as they used to. Now, they might throw a donation here and there, but they won't get that back. That's some European that came in their life and told them, look, you could get this back and you get this money over here. It has to be a reputable, charitable, reputable, reputable. Come on, man. Give it to the people that need it. That dude, he, him, he hungry right now. Look, I don't care about getting that money back. I want him to eat right there. That dude right there. They don't do that no more. They got to get the charity and somebody's financing their money for them. And I get it. But back in the days, it was cash to your people. And they didn't want that. That's when hip hop changed. That's when all that hip hop shit changed. Look, when EZ when came out, everything changed when NWA came out. That's what that was for me. That was my that was my tower moment. That was my World Trade Center moment because that was the break between conscious rap with public enemy and Easy E and them came and killed that public enemy vibe and it was over. And we ain't never got back to the conscious rap really since. It tried to make a comeback, but we gotta make a real comeback because a lot of people do like conscious rap. It needs to be a balance. It's too much of the other shit and not enough of the other shit. The real question is, what is the person, what is the price of fame? What is the person willing to do? Before hip-hop had really taken off down south, they had this kid down there, right? Basically, his mother was killed. And dude was passing out money. And they interviewed him at the funeral. Come to find out, dude killed his own moms for the insurance money. And was doing videos. Passing money out to Huh? And Pat giving out some of that money. Yeah, yeah. From, from killing, after killing his mother. His mother was a hairdresser now. She had her own shop. He killed her. Then was passing out the money in the hood. Well, let's see what it says. I think a big problem is like Cooley was saying, the nigga told him he keep he bring he bring the glass out on tour. A lot of these niggas need to do that. Or don't buy the fucking shit. Don't buy a fucking $100,000 lineup of jewelry. That shit's stupid, bro. <laughs> Nigga can punch you. Like, where are you going to wear that? You can't, you're not regular no more. You know, so you go to the 7-Eleven. <laughs> Nigga can be having a fucked up life right now. Nigga see 100000 on a nigga neck. You can get punched for a fake fucking change just because the light hits your shit and it look, right. it look like a certain way. It look real. Right. And now a nigga knock your you shit your out and take a fake chain off your neck. Why do what? What's up with that? Well, why do we all want attention like that? You know what I'm saying? And we get and we're not even getting paid by black people. I'm not an entertainer, but they're not even getting paid by black people to be like this. Right. Hey, well, what I'm gonna do is probably all those guys that stealing jewelry. I'm gonna buy them diamond testers. So you know, before you rob the dude, test his diamonds first. You might, you you might kill an innocent person. <laughs> Eric Sermon said it. You type of motherfucker that get motherfucker stuck over a fake Rolex, man. Come on, man, stop the bullshit. So, but that's yeah. that's the kind of shit I don't like Look. because now he's suggesting you wear a real one. See, that's Look. the that's the that's the um hypocrisy in hip hop. 
when they do red carpet shit in Hollywood for for Oscars and awards and stuff like that, to be an entertainer, even in, in Hollywood, black or white, and blacks don't make the same money that white people do in, in Hollywood. To go out to an award show on one night can cost you anywhere from twenty to thirty thousand from wardrobe, hotel, transportation fees, um, red carpet, right. the whole shit. Um basically uh these cats that you know, like you said, they they trying to sell this image. And you can you can pull the videos up on YouTube, look at and, and, and shout out to Two Chain. No, 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 no bad vibes toward him. But he was he was going to the weed spot in San Francisco on Howard Street at the Green Door. And the motherfuckers was waiting on him. If I'm in that position and I'm at and 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 I'm and I got an entree, why am I going to the Green Door weed spot to buy my trees? I don't, and this is before delivery, but why I got an entourage. Look, his whole entourage, when he got there and was about to go in the smoke, smoke spot, Cass was waiting on him. They pulled out the guns. Um, and he still gave a shout out, you know, but his aunt Cass that he had with him, they was track stars. They ain't want no part right, of that. My, it's on YouTube. You can see the video. Now that's two, right, but that's two questions I have. The track stars really cool. Well, I, I, that's, 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 all the track stars that ran, that's an issue. Because I would have to say, how did they know he was going to be there at that particular time buying weed? It Unless the dealer, them, the dealer set him up or his people set him no. up, one of the two. It was a dispensary. It was. It could have been somebody in the dispensary. They don't know. Right, but let's say I call somebody. Oh, oh you saying it could have been somebody. The right, I get Look, it. I get it. I've, I've been over by that dispensary, right? All the dispensaries that I know, especially in the Bay and in California, they got cameras outside and they filmed up. That's how the shit was on camera. Because the shit that's on YouTube is from off the, kit, off the surveillance camera. Straight up. And the niggas right. took off. He got these niggas on payroll to protect him. The what did they take from Huh? What'd they get from him? Oh, they didn't get nothing. They didn't get nothing. It was botched. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. But I mean, I, I don't I don't know. Like like um brother Timbo was saying, what wear the fake shit out. And everybody knew that all the rappers wear fake shit out. They don't really real shit. It's just for show, it's just for the TV. It makes TV look good. Then they will rob a lot of these dudes. What now that the COVID say? look but COVID um exposed a lot of these rappers too, because now you see their videos is up and all that. Where's all that where's all that shit at? A lot of times they be borrowed, it? rented, um, yeah, leased, leased out. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just, they got Go lawsuits ahead. against some of them cats that took their, their jewelry on. That's what I'm saying. Even at the red carpet stuff, a lot of them white people, they, yeah, wear, they never they, bring they that they shit jewelry. They making them wear because they know the cameras is going to be on. But then black mm -hmm. people, that's another story. They, you know, who is that? One of the cats, oh, Pop, uh, Pop, Pop Smoke, he supposedly was being sued. And they tried to bring it up as an issue because he, he was in a Rolls Royce and he, I guess he actually just decided to keep it. It was a loner and he took off with it or whatever. We got four joints, Cooley. Let me hit one. It's it's the MK Ultra, uh, King Cooley and uh, Cerebral. Um, the MK Ultra, the uh, Nano the nano cinematics, the, 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 the mind manipulation as like the Negro as like a class clown, like an entertainer, like, you know what I mean? Like, 
uh, like one of those cartoons back in like uh, I believe like the fifties or sixties, I guess, with the blackface character with the big lips dancing across the screen. That's what a lot of these niggas look like. You know what I mean? Stuck in their lower self. You know what I mean? Right. Because like, well, if I got a million dollars, nobody would even know about that. And I would be like investing in certain stocks and stuff, but I know Moors don't invest in stocks on the stock market, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll be doing something to... to right. show is basically what you're saying. Right, but my thing is, I would have to employ the same thing I've always said is the, the name of the game is offer and acceptance. They can offer all the 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 the, uh, the, the, the drills, which I call kill music, they go offer all the kill music they want, but you don't have to accept it, man. It's like a pill. Nobody's forcing us to swallow. So if people stop taking the pill, it'll it'll cease to exist. But I'm gonna go back to what the brother said about the stocks and investing. Why not just invest in gold and silver? You're gonna be thankful. You're gonna thank me later. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say he's right, but here's the thing. Black folks in the in the, uh, our people in the past have invested, and, and one you can look it up. One was the Freedom Bank in Washington D.C. They, that bank was looted, but all them black people put that money in there. They had brought Frederick yeah. Douglass in, you know, rest in peace, trying to get him to fit. He was not. He was a Republican. It wasn't nothing he was going to be able to do for that. So, so we've been looted. Our communities have been looted. So now, basically, what you're dealing, what you're seeing, is you're seeing the, the, the talent being looted and exploited. And that's just what you're dealing with. So it's you got to, you know, it's that. called intellectual property. You got to be very careful about the content that you put out, and you really got to just copyright that your shit. You know what I'm saying? So that you're getting paid. To give you an example, that one dude from Disney, he did the voiceover, and Disney offered him a one-time payout from the Lion King. He didn't want that. He took the whistling. He 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 filthy filthy. You don't see him want nowhere rocking jewels and all of that. It's a mentality, man. You know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 yeah. you're selling right. a, a, a false image to your people. You know what I'm saying? Who who in the rap game is Musa Musa? No, nobody that I know of. And what was Musa Musa's downfall over over in Kemet? Musa Musa's downfall was his was his um was his generosity. He he was going yeah. around giving away gold. Well, but yeah. yeah, hold on. It's Mansa Musa, and um, Man he only gave away. He only gave away the gold because if you're the only, if you're the king with all the gold and all the money in the world, how is how is the world going to function when you got everything already? You got to start giving back, and that was an honorable thing that he did. I wouldn't say it was a downfall. Fuck the money. I didn't. I didn't say it was. When I said downfall, I meant that they basically set him up. When people right. found out, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Same but all he did was gave them. All he did was gave them some rope, and they hung themselves. But it's not his fault. Go ahead, you can hit those if you want, bro. Yeah. Let me see who this is. This is another thing I got. This is another issue I got with black people and the relationship black people have with enter the entertainment business. We've been getting fucked over since in music and in in, in uh, movies and all that shit. We've been getting. Like, it's only recently that we've been getting, like, our full piece of the pie. But we've been getting scammed in the entertainment business 
since like the 1920s. At first, we like we couldn't get all the, the right money off of the albums. Then Motown came around, you only got like 30 cents off an album. Def Jam came around, you only get a dollar off your album. Then Napster came, and it was free music. And then that shit streamed over to streaming. And, you know, <clears throat> so, like, I fuck with Chance the Rapper heavy, bro. A lot of this shit, if you pay attention to what you be saying, the like, the relationship with black people in these labels. Exactly. And I just want to say real quick, he, um, what, what he's saying makes sense. But, again, I just have to keep bringing it back to our plate. Like Maurice Day, I believe Maurice Day said the other day, Hollywood comes from the Hollywood tree or the Hollywood from that tree and, and, and it produces pheromones or some kind of drug or hallucinogen. We're being hallucinated. They, they're throwing hallucinations over us. Now, with the Motown thing, like he said, they gave him 30 cents on, on the record and stuff like that. They like, look, you Negroes should be happy of anything you're getting. See, that's the mentality of everybody. Y'all not happy? Y'all should just be proud of, even if it's be happy with what you got. Y'all always want more, more, more. Why the fuck not? It's due. We not. We don't want nothing that's not already due, overdue, past due, and now we come in send the um the lean people to come and take over, take back the property. That's that's where we're at right now. We asked a hundred times. Yo, we over here. Yo, what's up? What, you know. We need land. We need to build, you know, grow our own food. Like, we need to be able to drill in our own land and, and, and pop oil on your land. You know, that's why they took all the land, because they was drilling for oil. You didn't know you had oil in your land. All you wanted was a place to live with your family and, and, and maybe eat and drink and, you know, live a little life. But underneath your feet was royalty. You didn't know that. But they say, yeah, hey, we'll buy your land for a couple of hundred thousand dollars. Get off the land. And, 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 and they drilled in your land and made buildings. So my point is, we have to understand what natural resources are. I don't think we know what natural resources are. We are so busy with technology and 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 fake fake things, things that are not natural to, to man. They're not natural to us. So then that means you're living in an unnatural world, but you want natural things to happen. That shit just doesn't make sense. Let me just add this, Timo. You, 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 you said you know you want to try to kind of wonder why I said we've been getting screwed for so long, which is you're absolutely right. If you look at Billie Holiday, may she rest in peace. How they kept her doped up, and she was gonna do a show no matter what. But what you gotta understand is is that the business we're talking about is called show business, and a lot of see this is a thing. Over in the motherland, you know, African heritage is taught to honor the elderly, your, your elders, your ancestors. Over here in the States, they, they, they celebrate foolishness. So like I said, it's called show business. I know plenty of cats. Yo, here's the thing. They do a show. They'll tell you, yo, man, did you see my show, man? I murdered it. You know what I'm saying? Then the fans are. So they're not thinking about the business. So even if you look at Michael Jackson. At the very end, when they set up all them, all them tours for him to get out of debt, My, Michael Jackson was never going to do those tours. But they, they didn't stop him from setting it up. And they would have let him go until he would have passed out on stage and, and they would have been cool with it, you know? 
Um, so then yeah. at that point, now at that point, you're looking at, well, what is Michael Jackson worth to him? He's not feeling well. He's got some issues. It's like Prince was in, injured from all that stuff on stage. Well, guess what? Michael Jackson just became more worth dead than alive to them. Just like all the celebrities and artists do. Whether when it's Rita Franklin when she passed, Marilyn Monroe, whoever. They all, Bob Marley, rest in peace. They all worth more dead than alive. Pac sold more records when he was passed away. May he rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, I mean, that's just what, let me run one of these messages. And then the thing about the fake jury, a lot of niggas is like, it's different. Like if you, if you, you know, get the plain Jane or some shit, you just want a nice watch, it's different. But a lot of niggas is doing this shit like, I'm I'm thugging, I got my rolly. It's like a thugging rolly. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if you're not a thug and you can't protect your fucking jury, don't be out here with real fucking jury. Okay, right. so see, people don't even understand Pac's definition of thug and a lot of these other cats is different. So, so Tim, Timbo, you basically saying if they're not thugging, well, they start off thugging, then they end up rugging. And what does the business do? Ends up pulling the rug from under their feet. I'm just saying. I'm going to run the next one, Cooley. It's the Nano Cinematics and the MK Ultra that has black people whacked out. Okay. Well, but sometimes um, you guys know where this jewelry thing originated from because I want to research that. Like, where did they get this influence of wearing these glittery homosexual type chains, bro? Like, you know what I mean? Like, unmasculine jewelry. And, um, <laughs> you don't see country, you don't see anybody else doing this. So, it's not even the reggae artists, reggae artists don't even do that. Well, I gotta tell you, I'm gonna just I'm coming real quick. Check out in uh, in the uh, Egyptian culture in Nubia, they used to not wear exactly. the jewelry on their neck, but they used to have they would eat it. They would have powdered gold and employ it in their skin. They thought it was good for their skin and good for their food and their digestive system. They would also um, put it in, like you would see diamonds in like like melted onto their skin in the sun. You know, the sun would melt it right into their skin, so there was no need for a chain. They would be, like, sparkling all over. They had diamonds in their body and their skin. It was like, it helped. It, they thought it would help them um, to elevate. Everybody at the time was trying to get closer to God. They built all those step pyramids because they was trying to get closer and closer to heaven. So everybody was trying all these different ways to get closer and closer to God. And one of them was to put, you know, precious metals in your in your body because we're made everything that's outside of the self is also inside the self. There's nothing outside of you that's not in, inside you. If that makes sense. I mean, if you want to, you don't want to say anything on that, Ethan. We can go ahead. And check oh, it. oh, here's another message. Hold on. There's a lot of things that people aren't going to understand because. Some of these metals connect us to the air, the uh, earth and spiritual connection like hematite. Hematite gives us uh, pain free bodies. Um, this is this is something that's here on earth given to us by God. So there's a lot of lot of lot of things you're not going to understand about what gives us our power and our abilities. Look at some of them football players when they look around their neck. They got gold around their neck. Gold gives us power. Something uh, a lot of people 
are not going to ever be able to understand and you're not supposed to understand. Okay. You got something to say? He's right. No, listen, go ahead. No, I was just saying the brother, the brother's right. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with him. He was I right. I do too. I got no qualms with that. Next message. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's 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 go to Egypt for a second, bro. <clears throat> I saw some shit on YouTube. They say that the minerals used in the pyramids conduct electricity. Right. So how y'all feel about this a theory or this an idea of the fact that the pyramids are some type of generator for some type, just on a vague level, some type of generator for some type of powerful shit. Of course it is. That's why they put it on certain ley lines. And why do they match the cosmos? Why do the three main, uh, great pyramids match with the um, three three stars uh, in Orion's belt? You know what I'm saying? It matches perfectly. Not only that, they used to call that the three kings because those three kings pointed to the sun when it, in the constellation of Capricorn when the Virgin, I'm sorry, the constellation of Virgo was giving birth to the sun in December 21st in the constellation and the three kings was pointing to the sun. So it's a lot going on above us that's also happening down here. It's correlated. That's my theory. But yes, you're right. And we're electromagnetic beings. So the earth is magnetic or feminine in nature and the sky is electric or masculine in nature. And so there's the electromagnetic energy. So you have the male and female coming together again trying to bring, we was always trying to come back and bring the, the, the yin and the yang back together because the yin and the yang had separated. And so the male and female energy at one point was only one. We were all spiritual beings. But when we fell to this three-dimensional dimension, we fell to the third dimension. And when we fell to the third dimension, we became more physical. We separated from our, our higher selves, which is your your partner, your, your twin flame, your, 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 your equal. Everybody, I believe, and the word believe has the word lie right in the middle. So don't take my word for it. Go do your own studying. But I believe that we are here to bring yin and yang, in a way, the energies of male and female energies back together. And if we can't do that as a human, humans, humanly possible as a humanity altogether, in the age of Aquarius means altogether now. It doesn't mean separatism anymore. If you want to be separate, then good luck. It's a jungle out there. Everybody better get with their soul families, their their family families, their familiar, their friends families. Everybody group group your groups, group your family groups, and 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 and, and, and tell them how much you enjoy them, and and, and um y'all take care of each other. That's that's it. All this other stuff is um is great, but we keep talking about the past. The past is the past. Let's 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 worry about right here, right now. Let's be here now. If we could be here right now, we will all do a lot better. Cause I can ask you, E, how you doing right now? This present moment. How you feel? You would have to say I feel great because I feel good that we're talking on this platform. But yesterday I might not have felt so good. Tomorrow I might feel better, but it doesn't exist tomorrow. 
So enjoy right now, man. And I love everybody in the chat. I appreciate y'all for coming in. You know, I'm, I like to do my shout outs. So I'm going to do that real quick. Mac, the most appreciate you, my brother. Follow me. You already know. I'm probably already following you. But if I'm not, I will be. Reaction one, thanks for coming in. Mad Love CEO, Larati, Raw Raw. Appreciate you. Raw X Raw, Raw Times Raw. Timbo, Larati, Millie J. Green, Black Mental Health, you know, 01 Jewels, Red Wolf, all your saying, man. Appreciate all the love. But I would like to say the people that are in the room and coming in, if you're not clapping or, or you're not participating in the conversation, Stereo takes you as a robot and it, it thinks that you're a bot. So then it starts to, um, uh, it changes your algorithm. So if you are in the room, just clap it up. Just let them know you're not a robot or just comment. And we like the comments because it helps you. It helps you with your algorithms in stereo. If you just sit there, they're going to consider you a robot and they may delete your account or push you to the back. So anyway, if you're in here, make sure that they know that you're real and you're not a robot and you're not just one of these bots because they have a lot of bots on here too. So you're making friends with, with people that don't exist. <laughs> so I want to know that these people really exist because I'm a, if, you, if you're not, I probably won't friend you if I don't if I don't know you're real. That's just me. But go ahead, hit the next one. Okay. Um, yeah. And I'm still learning. There's so many different... Um, sources out here that help heal all of these ailments that we're going through the uh they're here you don't have to go to a doctor you know if you do your your homework uh, a lot of the um especially hematite hematite uh once i got a hold of magnetic bracelets man i mean that changed my life forever uh energy levels are like crazy uh pain man I can tell the difference when I don't have my magnets on. It's almost wow. like um, Superman having a kryptonite necklace on. You know what I'm saying? You got to look at some of these these um, messages that are being sent, man. Look at the messages. They're, they're everywhere in, in, in these movies. Not only that, some of these magnets are copper, too. They're copper in nature because copper is a good conductor of, of you know, with, with the melanin. Um, because copper, I think, is indigenous to the North Americans, so that's why they call the uh, you know the people the copper copper toned people, because they match where you come from. You always look like where you come from. You can tell where people come from because they look like their environment. The tree has the same DNA you have if you're from that environment. You're gonna have similar DNA. Anyway, I appreciate that, man, Larati. Everybody who's commenting, I appreciate that. If you're clapping it up, tap that glass, tap that glass, tap that glass. Oh, we gonna tap that ass? Nah, we just joking. We like love and, and peace in this room. We always show love in here, man, to everybody and, and whoever shows love back, man. That's all. And I thank you from the bottom and the top of my heart. Peace. Go ahead. E. Uh, stones and crystals. You should you should check out Ross Ben on YouTube. This is true. Um, it's a lot of things that you know, like the magnet. I heard about it, but I've never tried it. I was like, yeah, that shit ain't gonna work for me, because I've done Reiki, I've learned with Tibetans, I've studied with a lot of different um, healers and things like that. I don't need no stinking bracelet. I can heal many different people, which I have, but I can't do myself. <laughs> I need them bracelets, bro. That's it all. 
<laughs> yeah, but crystals and all of that. Uh, I know a guy who in New York, he's in Queens, and he does a lot of crystal healings and crystal baths, and, and he's and he's no joke. Uh, he's a crystal maniac, to tell you the truth. But you know, we are crystals as well. So we have to tap into the crystals because you can't just get into crystals. Crystals have to um to 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 connect with the person. Like crystals have their own energy where they can call you. They call you out. You know which crystals to grab and touch because it's 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 resonating with you. Certain crystals doesn't resonate with the person. So it's like a pet. When you go to the pet store, you know which pet wants you and you want that pet. It's similar like that with crystals for me. But thanks, thanks for that, bro. Appreciate it. Each? Yeah, no, I'm listening. Nah, but now you know, it's no more message. You can go ahead and I want to say peace and love to um local hipster kid. Thanks for following. Timbo, thanks for following. Lorinda, thanks for following. B Zone One, thanks for following. All y'all appreciate it. But yeah, E, go ahead. Anything. Yeah, Mm. Like, dude, the sun is coming up here. The sun is coming up nice. It's a beautiful sunrise. I tell you that the sunrise is so beautiful. Mm. But yeah, I'm listening. You should see it. Like we had some bad weather here in New York, but now the sun is coming. Oh, it's supposed to be raining on New Year's Day. But New Year's Eve is supposed to be like 60 degrees and wonderful. But guess what? You're not allowed to come to Times Square this year. But they're going to do the whole big ball drop, spending a whole million dollars to put the thing together. But nobody's allowed to come. And you know why they're going to do it? And they're willing to spend this money? Because they're going to get the kickbacks because it's going to be for the health care providers and the first responders, which I agree. I want to applaud them. I applaud them and I applaud them and I applaud them and I applaud them because that's a job that I probably wanted to do as a kid. Everybody wanted to be a doctor, but now nobody wants to be a doctor. And that's messed up because we need doctors. We need honest doctors. We need also doctors that are going to teach us the alternative medicines and not just try to give us conventional drugs and stop being drug dealers and be healers. No drug dealers. We need more healers. Period. Especially for the age of Aquarius. You know what I'm talking about? Y'all chime in because this brother right here is probably watching the news or something. You know, he likes his television. He might be on the telephone. You know, I'll wait till he get back. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to recover an account. So just go ahead. Okay, my bad. So, uh, King Cooley, are you a vegan? Man, now you're going to hit the real questions, huh? You're going to ask me the real stuff. No, I'm not. Because I'm one of those, and, you know, take it for what you what it's worth, that I believe I'm a God living a human experience. So as a God, I just use some of those powers within me to out, to, to, to alkaline the, the acid. The acid. I can make good from the bad. I can make nothing, something out of nothing. And you can turn all of those toxins and dirty meat and all that, as soon as you touch it, it becomes pure because God is real. And it's a real thing on this planet, bro. All you got to do is touch your food, bless it, say a few prayers over it, and it changes the alchemist. Yeah, it might kill you, but your body's going to die anyway. The spirit don't die. 
The spirit don't die. I'm not too attached to my physical body, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm not too attached to this bitch. But yeah, I'm not a vegan now. I don't eat but once a day, though. I feel I'm like, a once a day eater. I feel like <clears throat> about that COVID shit. I feel like Trump Trump already admitted to lying about knowing about the disease ahead of time and all that. <clears throat> and if you look at the thing, it was, a, it was a study that was out. They said for, for the United States to get herd immunity, it's going to take about 2 million people to die. I don't think too many people died, but the numbers is pretty fucking high. So I think he was going for herd immunity the whole time. He just went on that stand and was like, look, everything going to be all right. Some of y'all ain't going to make it. <laughs> Some of y'all ain't going to make it, but... We gonna just keep going to work, and we gonna give y'all twelve hundred dollars or whatever, and then y'all just figure it out. Well, it's it's like an onion for me. It's layers to that because, um, at first it was one thing. It's you know like they have tiers. It's different tiers. But yeah, you're right. I was I was right there. I'm no politician, and I don't I don't even vote. So I, I'm not for or against Trump or Biden, either one of them. But. I do agree with the fact that herd immunity should have been what we should have done in the first place. Sure, you're going to get something that's not going to make it and something that is going to make it, but you're going to get that anyway. You're going to get that from the vaccine. Something that's going to make it, something that ain't going to make it. Now, I ask you, though, um, with herd immunity, they say that 20 million may die or whatever like that. I'm not sure about those numbers. Two million, I think you said, whatever it is. I'm not sure about those numbers, but I do know that they said in order to have a real herd immunity, 75% of the, uh, the population have to get vaccinated. The rest of the 25, they're not going to worry about because then herd immunity would take effect. So that's what real herd immunity is about. Not who's going to die, but how many people they're going to be able to vaccinate so they can stop the spread. So I thought all, all Moors were vegans because I'm a vegan and some of the mores that I interact with are vegan out where I'm at. Of course. Everybody should be a vegan because we're not um we're not meat eaters. We don't have big sharp teeth like tigers and shit. I, I don't think we should eat meat, but I like meat right now. That's all. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this, but I like it. I you know, I don't eat but once a day anyway. But when I do eat that once a day, you can see my, you know, you go to my Instagram. I'm not a big dude. I need to eat. Veggies, I might I might get taken out. I might take myself out of here if I just take vegetables. <laughs> now, I don't know. Because guess what? I think a gorilla is vegan. His ass is big as fuck. So, you know, it goes to show you. Um, yeah. I'm just not a vegan yet. Maybe later. I'm going to tell you what. I have two sons and, you know, in a mixed relationship. And a lot of Moors don't agree with that either, but that's just my life. But I'll tell you what, those two children, when they were both born, they were born vegans. They never wanted to touch the stuff. They hated me. me the, you know, my wife and I, with, with my ex-wife now, we used to cook um, the food for them. They didn't like it. They didn't like the smell. They hated it. From the womb, they didn't like meat. So I'm going to tell you, the, gender, the future generation is not going to eat meat. They don't even like it. It's not even in there ill. They, they think it's disgusting. My son told me he was two years old. He was like, so, Daddy, this is chicken? Yeah, it's good. You tasted it. I made it for you, blah, blah, blah. He said, 
So you mean it used to be alive before? One, it once had a life. And I said, yeah, but you know, it's not alive no more. So now we can eat it. And he's like, nah, no, thank you. He's two. He's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> but no, nah, I know some moors that eat meat. I mean, moors, you know, are like any other group of people. You, you live in your own divine and national movement. I mean, it's a divine and national movement collectively, but you still live in your own divine laws. Everybody has their, their own demons to accomplish, no matter who you are. Even if you lived in a on a mountainside by yourself, you'll still be you still be fighting demons because they'll be in they'll be your demons at the end of the day. Stop pointing the finger at other other people and look in the mirror and, and fix those demons first, which I'm working on too. I'm not I'm I'm also doing it, and and then we can worry about other people. And we can't tell them you did this and this and this. No, are you fixing your demons? Because I can help you fix yours. Because I help fix mine. And if that you can help him fix his demons, y'all fix everybody's fixing their damn their own fucking demons. Then we'll have a lot less shit to worry about. I think you're not gonna help me fix mine, and I can't help you fix yours. And that's what we're doing. I think that's what we've been doing. But nah, look in the mirror, deep deep in the mirror, and find that person and ask yourself, do you love me? Ask yourself, do you love me? And see if the mirror is gonna respond. And it better say yes. It better say yes. <laughs> But anyway, that's just my take. I am a more by nation. Individually, I'm my ancestors. At the end of the day, I'm still what my ancestors were. So, yeah. But go ahead. So you get you taking the vaccine, uh, King Cooley? Now that's a emphatic non-cipher. Because, like I said, if I'm God living a human experience, you think I'm going to ask another human to give me something to heal me? Unless I had a limb or something that needed to come off, or there was something that I couldn't physically do at home. Because I'm going to tell you, I don't try to pull my own teeth for pliers at the crib. I don't try to sew my own, my own leg. I don't try it all on my own. What I couldn't do on my own, then I took myself to the hospital. I was in the military, too. I wasn't a medic. I was 11 Bravo, but I hung out with all the medics. Why? Because I they taught me shit that I, I wasn't going to learn on my own. All my friends was the, the medics. The medics had all the good drugs. The medics was the ones that taught you everything. You got shot, the medic would teach you how to, you know, sew your own shit up. You ain't got time to be waiting on me. And I was like, you're right. And I had all my friends were medics. So I trust in medicine at the end of the day. But I trust in alternative medicine even more, if that makes sense. But no vaccine for me, brother. How about you, Maurice? Day? You gonna take it? And I know you're a lot younger than me, so you probably will. You know why? I'm not too hip and happy about trying to get another job, dude. I'm fake retired right now, so I'm not too hip and happy about. Oh, they're gonna take my passport. Well, really. I'm going to just probably try something different. Like, you know, Ghana already offered, you know, dual citizenship to African-Americans. Any African-American that wants dual citizenship, Ghana said to holler at them. So that's an option. So there's a lot of different ways that you, you know, you know, you know, like you said, I think it was you, another brother said, stay away from the G8 summit. All of those countries that's down with G8. Because G8, I remember one time it was G20. 
they took away. Now it's back to G8. But it was 20 countries at one point that was down with the program. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm not taking shit. I'm not putting none in my body, yo. I'm natural. You know what I'm saying? My medicine is the herbs, fruits, and vegetables, nuts, and oils on the daily. You know what I mean? And exercise and sunlight. That's my vaccine. Right. I don't knock those that that have to take it because a lot of people, like I said, we're on our own. We're everybody's on their own, um, their own plight. We're on different planes of existence. Not all of us is on the same plane of existence, even though we're all on the same planet. But anyway, I would say some people need medicine. Some people's some people need medicine, and I would not tell them don't take the vaccine. You will never hear that come out of my mouth. Never, ever, 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 ever. But you will hear come out of my mouth. I am not taking the vaccine. They would have to kind of um, force it on me, and then I'd have a lawsuit at that point. But um, yeah, we'll work. We'll, we'll cross that bridge. We'll get to it. But I am a and military. And try to implement like the vaccine that. where you can't go nowhere. Before the window of opportunity closed, I'll just fucking bounce, go to another country and throw my passport. You know what I'm saying? Like Colombia or something, you know what I mean? Or or Costa Rica. You know what I mean? Okay, sounds like sounds amazing. But I have to say, you're gonna have to get rid of your phone, no more credit cards, no more digital data. You'd have to kinda go off the grid. Because what you're saying is you're gonna leave one corporation to go to another corporation. Those are all still corporations on paper at the end of the day. Find out which, what, what the real names of these countries are and then travel to those real titles, not the fake titles, not these fake corporate, corporate nations. You're going to a corporate nation and another corporate nation doesn't accept sovereign nations because you, that's, those are the ones you have to you know, seek out. Those that still have their sovereignty intact. And not something called democracy, which we think is, is, in essence, I love democracy. But think about it: if we took a vote right now, and fifty-one percent of the population said yes, we should put black people back in slavery, then that means we should put black people back in slavery because forty-nine percent said no. But that one percent, you, you know, you guys lost. You know, so that's why democracy doesn't work for me. You know. Anyway, long story short. Do you, my brother, whatever makes you feel comfortable and happy. You want to go set up your own tribe somewhere with five wives like my brother, who we're not going to mention his name, but you and I both know who we're talking about. Go ahead. Do your thing, but do it with love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. If you don't use these five principles, because I try to live by those every day, which is not easy. But if you're not living by these principles or whatever principles that you have to call your own, that's the real key. I don't care where you go, there you are. <laughs> you gotta still you gotta still know what 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 makes you tick. It's gonna make you tick anywhere because I used to live in Europe. I used to live in Germany. I lived all over. I traveled the world. I've been to Africa two times. I've been to Russia. I've met good and bad people in every continent. I've even been all the way close as Alaska, I mean part itself, close as the North Pole as you can go, Trumzo. <laughs> And I met people up there that were beautiful. Trumzo, Canada. 
Trums Low, I think it's called. These beautiful people. I've been into the Arctic up in, in in Norway and stuff where it was only three hours of daylight. The rest of the day was all darkness. These people are beautiful people. So I can't say because somebody's a certain skin tone that they're going to treat us bad. I think that's a lot of to do with racism, and racism is a business. And if you're part of the business of buying into racism, then yeah, it's a business. At the end of the day, it's just a business, just like slavery. At the end of the day, it's a business, bro. Don't take it personal. So if you get tricked into a contract and all of a sudden you're in a concentration camp called Walmart and you think it's Walmart, but it really ain't Walmart no more and it's really not Costco's. Look at Costco's and Walmart's. If you ever been to prison, it looks similar. It looks a little familiar. I don't know. But I'm just saying, long story short, you got to pay attention to yourself, know thyself, learn thyself, figure out who you are, forget what everybody else is doing. It, Yes, we can talk about it as a nation. We come together and talk about it. But can you even govern your own family? Government means family. If you can't, you can some people can't can govern their own family in their own house. Don't try to come out here and govern the world. You think Trump, Trump family life is intact? Hell no. That's what you should worry about first before we come out and try to heal the world. Heal yourself. Heal your family. Heal your community. Heal the world then. It's not the other way around. You know what I'm talking about? We shouldn't be running from our problems either. I'm not saying you're running, Maurice, but we should actually be tackling them shits head on. Actually, Trying to figure out if uh, through this app, hold on, let me play this. That's where you. That's where the dark web comes in in cryptocurrency. Untraceable income. Hello. All right. Well, you. So, got my, what countries have their sovereign sovereignty intact? And it's like a hundred dollars to fly South America. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's like thousands of dollars to fly to Africa, man. Right, you're absolutely right, man. They're going to make the passport even way more expensive than it is now. So if you don't already have a passport, message, go get one. <laughs> anyway, um, Maurice, we, that's something that you and I will have to research together. I, I don't have those answers just yet. But if you hit me on the Instagram, let's do it together. Give me an email. We'll do it as a, as a collective. I'm with that. And let's do a real, you know, see... What's the difference? If you can get a, a sovereign nation to accept you as a nation of Moors in America, then you start building relationships with these kings. How many kings do you know, Maurice? How many kings have you reached out to in Africa or Asia or Europe or any of these other places? Because as a Moor, as a sovereign, you only speak to sovereigns. You, you're, not, you're speaking to the wrong people, I guess. Find out the king of South Africa, the country that you want to go to, if they got a king or a chief or some something of that sort, try to reach out. That's all I can say and find out directly from the horse's mouth. Because you'd be surprised. A lot of these um, small country kings will reach back to you. I've spoken to a few of them. King of Morocco, king of this and that. They reach out. They're not going to be too happy with you calling, writing them, sometimes asking them questions that they're not willing to answer. 
but they do get back to you some of them if they if they some of them do some of them do we'll talk about that you know outside of stereo you and i if you want. like i say you have my instagram i think you you already tagged me i think we're friends already but let's talk about that uh, i'm sorry e. i didn't want this to go left no, I just think I'm trying to figure out if somebody attacked my account through this app, man, through this um this uh stereo app, because it's saying that on one of my accounts, somebody added a a, a a a a fucking email account, man. I can't get into my account now. You so know? what you do is you shut the cash app down, pause, you I can do no it temporarily. Account. You don't have so what are you saying? How they got into your account? Into my Facebook account. Oh, it's not here, not on stereo. No, no, I'm saying, I'm thinking somebody might have went through stereo. I don't know that, but I'm just saying somebody got in there. They said something about an email being added, and now I'm trying to log in. I can't log in. You know, and it sent me a code, and I and I put it in, but it's still not letting me. Um, my point is, why wouldn't the bank send you a text message saying that somebody changed your email? Is this you or is it not you? They probably sent you an email. I said Facebook account, Cody. I did. I checked with the email. I got no, but it went through your bank, though, right? No, it had nothing to do with my bank. Nothing. Oh, okay. I said Facebook. I said Facebook. Oh, account. oh, my bad. Oh, I'm taking money. I'm thinking yeah, somebody. You nah, said somebody stole Facebook. Account. Okay, they they took over your account. Okay, I see what you said. Yeah, right. I, I I can't get into it. Never had that happen before. Interesting. Right, but Facebook should automatically um ask if this is you. You know, they should right. have sent I you got an email. email for that. It's asking primary. It says my primary was changed, and it says yeah, Facebook primary email changed. I didn't I didn't change my email. So that's when you you say this is not me. This is this is this you button? No, this is not me. It's saying please secure. I did all of that. I did it exactly what it said too. Okay. I went to I went to secure. Yeah, it's not. It's just doing some motherfucker shit. Well, I'm gonna tell you one thing. Facebook locked me out for three days and said I posted on both accounts. Said I posted something I wasn't supposed to post. And I know damn well that didn't happen. I said, so what was it? They don't have it. They don't have no clue what it was. They just had to shut me down for three days. And I was like, all right, well, I shut them down for three days. Now I ain't posting shit. I ain't even reading my email. I'm not even going to get on Facebook for three days. They was mad. Fuck them. Yeah, I'm just trying to I'm figure out why. Whatever I want to post, bro. As long as I'm not hurting nobody. I don't hurt nobody. That's the golden rule. You treat others like you want to be treated, not like they treat you. That's not how it works. It's like you want to be treated. See, every That's time I said it a code, and then I do it for my phone, a couple of codes that came in, but nothing else is coming in. Oh, there we go. I finally got one. Shit. The fuck, man? The fact that I had to spend time with this anyway. Somebody had to go in there and do that to change the primary. 
Somebody did it. Yeah, somebody did it. It wasn't me. Well, do anybody know your pastor? No, but here's the thing. I do know they tell you to... uh, They show you the IP address. Well, no, they they ask you to change it periodically. And um, if you don't, Obviously, I don't know because I just had it straight. I just had it straight on, um, you know. Uh, I didn't have to put it in. See, now I keep going back to the code. I already did that. It's asking me for the code again. Now, so wait. All right. So you're trying to go into Facebook through the app, or are you going into the, straight no, up through no, the, the no, browser? No, no, no. On my computer, yeah. Right on from the browser, right. I'm just trying to say, right from the straight from the browser, not the app itself. That's the one. This one that doesn't match the one sent to my phone. I'm looking at my phone. Let's see, fine, fine. I'm looking at my phone and I'm putting it in. Well, you probably did it twice, so it's probably still thinking of the old. See. I do that sometimes. I do it too many times, and I forget which one they want now because I didn't fucking ask for three codes because they take too long to give it. So fuck shit, man. But my thing is, somebody went in and changed. That's what it said. It changed the um primary email. That's bullshit. That's what I do know. Somebody else was fucking with it. Who do you know that's a computer whiz? Hacker type. Mm-hmm. The fuck is they doing, man? I know you could call a, take a look at it, see what happened. Uh-huh. Your, your girl Nubia, she's the wizard. Yeah, but there's some fuck shit right here, though, man. I don't even like that. Now it's asking. See, it keeps going. Two factor authentication required. You've You've asked us to require a six-digit login code when anyone tries to access your account from a new device. This ain't no fucking new device. Well, no. What they said that the person who changed it set it up like that now. That if you try to change it, you're not going to be able to. Well, here's the thing. I never changed my email. That's the thing right there. So I never did that. The hacker did it, E. Somehow you must have opened something from... I understand that, Cooley. But I got two emails from Facebook. It says primary email changed at 2.40. Time is it? It's 4.19. Email added to your Facebook. If you did not do this, please secure your account. Then it goes to the link you clicked. It's invalid. Expired. So that's coming from now. And I went to their customer service shit, man. Some old fuck shit. So delete that one and start over. I'm trying to make sure I get to my shit that was on there. I got shit on there. Mm. Just assholes. We got like nine Facebook accounts, seriously. Huh? I got about nine myself. No, I ain't trying to do all that. No, nah, because they always blocking me. So I open up another block, another 
Block, another one. I can't log in, contact. Facebook phone number. Report something. Yeah, how to report something. Marketplace. Like what? Here we go. Accounts and pages that impersonate other people go against community stands. Allow, if you see an account that's pretending to be you, someone you know, or potentially impersonating accounts. Yeah. Facebook Pro, I don't get that, man. Damn. It's really too late for me to be dealing with this shit, man. You want me to let you go so you can handle that? Yeah, I'm um just I'm I'm gonna I gotta charge my phone anyway because I don't know what's gonna happen with this shit. I got three, I got three text messages from them. One in four three, one in three forty eight. I don't understand that. How they sent? Oh, that was Sunday, November fifteenth. Then today I got two messages at three. 48 and those were the whistlings and I put them in but it still wouldn't let me um let me do it so yeah all right cool I'm gonna charge my phone man I hope you work that shit out yeah absolutely thanks everybody that came through man boy here kitty Cadillac hello um Ashley Chunley Kenty Cadillac Idris Lil Ma, MSP, clap for you. Hello, Professor OG. I want to ask Kitty Cadillac a few questions looking at her profile. I like Kitty Cadillac. I'm following you, Kitty Cadillac. I like what you wrote on your your bio. Talk about it. We need to talk about it one day, Kitty Cadillac. How at me. Yeah, that's okay. All right, cool. All right, my brother. I appreciate this. Hold on. Hold on. I think we, yeah. Um, we will um, do this again. Now I thought I heard a message coming in. So, all right, my brother. Um, we can do this again soon. You know, get you some rest. You out there in the left coast. Nice to have you. I'm out here on the east coast where the sun is coming up. So my day is about to begin when yours is about to end. All right. All right, peace. Thank y'all, everybody in the chat.